feedback in the background. What's going on, YouTube? This is episode 15 of Vitamin G Gaming Podcast. And uh, it's going to be a special episode, man. This is this is the, the E3 show before E3. So anyway, let's do a quick introduction. We got this very special guest. Let me introduce him first. Rand L. Thor, man. Man with the million, man. I appreciate you coming through, bro. Do, do your intro, my guy. <laughs> um, I don't really have an intro. Um, well, I do have one for videos. You do, but, you do uh, have an intro. I do have one for videos. <laughs> a little different videos, not so much for podcasting. But uh, thanks for having me, Violent. I am Randall Thor 19, the man with the million. There you go. I guess that's an intro. There it is, man. Um, the man with the million. Yeah, this is our first time podcasting together, I believe. Yep. yep. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Man, I, again, I, I'm i very humble for you to come through here, man. You're one of the OG Xbox guys. And uh, for, for you to even come on my small channel or, or our small channel, man, it's, a, it's definitely appreciative. Hey, we're and, all uh, we're all just Xbox fans, you know. At the end of the day, is. you know, I don't I don't look at who's where or whatever. It's just like you're an Xbox fan, PlayStation fan. We can talk gaming, you know. There, you, there it is, man. That's right. right. Kofi's the biggest Xbox fan here, by the way. So shout out to Kofi. All right, and we do have to do a special announcement, man. We're about to bring the energy up. Uh, we have a a newest panel member. You guys know him, the crazy Brit man. This dude, man, Dante Crisis, the newest VGP member. Hey, do your intro, man. Congratulations, my guy. And the crowd goes mild. Mild. Up, supposed baby? to clap for that, but no, no claps. You guys are haters. No, no claps. <laughs> no confetti. No confetti. Nah, no. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a clap, man. There, there, there's the clap, man. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, y'all, I don't need an intro. Y'all know who I am. I'm Dante Crisis. I do less plays on YouTube. I talk shit, and now. I am an official member of the Vitamin G podcast. You got to have your vitamins, ladies and gentlemen. And now yes, I'm get, get your weekly dose, man. Ah, it's, that, it's that time of the year, man. This is this is the time to, to get hype, unless you're uh, Kofi. But anyway, <laughs> mentioning Kofi, what's going on, my guy, Mr. Sony himself? What's going what on, you been up to, bro? Not too much, man. So I'm. Uh, you can find me at creative underscore Kofi under, I mean, creative underscore Kofi on Twitter. And um, yeah, I'm a guy who loves PlayStation games. What have I been playing recently? Days Gone, Trails of Cold Steel 2, and I just got an extra PlayStation Vita. Yes, I know that sounds crazy, but it gives me a chance to play some games on the Japanese store because you can't really switch accounts easily between uh, Vitas. If you have, even if you have different memory cards, it could be kind of annoying. So I ended up playing some Fantasy Star Online 2. Because it still gets updates, and that's crazy because six-year-old game or seven-year-old game. Uh, but really quick, I want to give a shout-out to Graphic God for my new yes, avatar. Yes, look at that avatar. It is currently a Gundam, and I love it. So shout-out to Graphic God. Definitely hit him up on Twitter if you're interested in having a graphic made. He's very reasonable. I'm a picky person. We went back and forth. He was patient the whole time. So I'm gonna need, I might need you to throw me over that, uh, that contact information there, Kofi. Yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's fire, man. The, the one with the worst worst avatar right now is Pharaoh. And that's the next person we're going to, oh, man. Fans. What's going on, Pharaoh? No disrespect at all, Mike. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Pharaoh. Uh, nothing much going on right now. Just ready to jump into this uh, E3 topic. And uh, I, I hope our teaser for the uh, Patreons. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, 
Yeah, man. We were just like, we were like, man, F the topics we're going to talk about. Let's, let's talk about E3. It's like, yo, guys, we got a show for that Monday. So it's, and that time is here. So let's, let's do the next person here, man. Mr. Nintendo himself, Reggie with the 3D version of Pikachu. What's going on, my guy? What you been playing? First of all, and did you watch the movie? Did you watch it? Oh, yeah, of course. Great movie. Uh, out of 10. Well, out of 10. Yeah. It was the like sum it. of all fears of Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> out of 10? As a fan, it's a 10. It's the best Pokemon movie to date. As Would you say movie? it's the best video game movie? Ooh. If, Is it better than Mortal Kombat? If you so, I just recently saw another movie that gave me the contender for best video game movie. If you have seen John Wick 3, the last 45 minutes is basically a video game. So, okay. I'm gonna have to give it to John Wick 3 as the best video game movie. They legit Fortnite, they have a board. Dante, let the man do his intro. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> But but uh, arguably yes, the best one, uh, not including like ones that aren't video games. But you know what's going on, everybody? It's me, Zero, aka Ass Ketchum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, like like uh, like Farrell said, man, I'm just excited. I have been recently uh, enacting justice as Phoenix Wright on the Switch, so that has been a blast to play. It's my first time ever playing it, so um, that's what I'm doing now. Facts, man. Anyway, oh, how much is fucked up? All right, man. Uh, let's see here. And lastly, Captain Xbox is he here? Or did he bounced out. Oh yeah, no, I'm here. man. I'll be here intermittently. Do do, do your intro, man. I, I'm just, I can't wait to get to the topics. I'm so I'm so ready. But anyway, do your intro, my guy. What you were playing? Hey, what's up? It's Nubs. Uh, you can find me at Jubei Sensei on Twitter. Of course, that'll have the links to all my other stuff there as well. Um, what have I been playing? I, I, this week it's just it's just been Madden, yo. I'm like I'm I'm ready for E3 at this point. I'm not really fucking with nothing. I feel you, man. I can't wait. All right, so let's, let's let me do a quick shout out to the chat, man. Appreciate all you guys coming through. Hit that like button and share this out, man. We about to we about to get real started. Uh, quick shout out to Lakers Rams. Uh, Omar's in the chat. What's going on, buddy? Patreon member Yobi uh, Nubs is in there. I see the indie gamer. What's going on, bro? Hustle motivate. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, let's see, Cyber the, Cyber the Wolf, Dante's both accounts are in there, <laughs> and Jirahama came in through the clutch. All right, guys, just because this is the E3 show, real quick, the early adopters that came in here, I'm going to drop, uh, well, if you're an Xbox fan, I'm going to drop a three-month Game Pass link. I'm going to do it right now, so whoever gets it, gets it. So let me know if you get it and just uh, do a quick shout-out on you. There oh, it is. Is it, not, is it not universal to uh, PC now that Game Pass is on PC? That's a good question. I don't know. Has, has that been official? Rand, has that been official? Like, or is that like a, a post E3 thing? Is what official? The ga- the Game Pass on PC. Oh yeah, they already announced that. They announced that um a couple days ago. Yeah, was it, no, I'm just All saying, right. like, do you think do you think those calls would be end up being universal for PC right. as well? Because I'd imagine they would be. Like the game, like so. If you got a no, I don't. No, I don't think so. Right? Xbox, right? And there was a thing that came out where Game Pass Ultimate will have uh, give you access to Game Pass on Xbox and on PC and Gold. Hmm. So it looks like they're going to be two separate subscriptions. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that ah, I'll, that's the topic for another day. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. But anyway, I just dropped that code in the description, man. Let me know if you guys win. Um, and then real quick, because this is the first 
the one I'm gonna do a quick. Actually, no, I'll, I'll do the Patreon shout out later. Let's do the weekly news real quick, man. Let's go back to Kofi. What's going on in the uh, Far East, my guy? So obviously, a lot of people are really excited on the PlayStation side because of the release of the trailer for Death Stranding, which came out last Wednesday. Uh, the internet hundred million wild. views. Yeah, right. people were counting the reviews. Uh, people were really excited about it. Um, I'll keep it moving though. The next big thing from the East comes from third party. I got to give a shout out to fans of the Trails of Cold Steel series. On June 4th, Trails of Cold Steel 2 remasters coming out for the PlayStation 4. A lot of fans played it back on the PlayStation 3, I think in like 2014. Um, again, this is um, a four game saga, but it's really ending a nine game saga. So I'm actually playing the imported version right now. I love it. Um, I'm very excited to continue on, but I know um, we got some JRPG fans out there. Definitely uh, pick up Trails of Cold Steel 1, which came out um, at the beginning of March, or I think it was the end of March, and then now Cold Steel 2 is out uh, this Friday. So definitely, uh, or tomorrow, I'm sorry, shoot, it's the third. So yeah. That's what's up, man. Isn't Judgment coming out this month too? Judgment's out the 25th. I, well, I'll save that, you know, closer to the date, but yeah. Okay, facts. All, right, all right, cool, cool. Shit. Yeah, it's, just, yeah, it's this month, bro. All right, man. Let's do. Let's go. Let's, let's stay in the Far East, man. What's going on, Reggie, on the Nintendo news, man? Any? Um, nothing real heavy. Of course, we're looking forward to E3. Um, I personally hope Reggie shows up for his last E3. Um, there will be a Pokemon Direct dropping, I think, on the fifth. Uh, so that's going to be pretty exciting and probably pretty much part of the big news that we're looking for. Um, they attempted once more to kind of jump in with their VR system for Smash which apparently is not very good. Um, so I would not recommend it. Uh, but mostly, that's about it. All right, man. That's what's up. And shout out real quick to, to MM2K. What's going on, buddy? Uh, and no one's grabbing the link. It's all the indie gamer said he's tried the link, but it doesn't work in the UK. Yeah, it's uh, I think it's a US link. What's going on, Cali Red? Again, I dropped the link, guys, for Game Pass. If you guys do want it, I will be dropping two more links. So I'm, I'm hoping somebody takes advantage. Like, bro, it's free. Anyway. Uh, let's do. Let's go. Let's go to the Xbox news, man. Nubs, anything on the Xbox front? Is he, is he getting like his teeth drilled in? I think he's still at the dentist. <laughs> rest, rest, rest in peace, bro. I'm getting, getting neck rays on my foot. You know this. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as uh, Xbox news. I mean, we don't have any new releases on Game Pass or anything like that. That's of note this week. All that shit happened last week. Yep. Um, Did you cover like that? A... Oh, sorry. No, there's like a, a purple 1S that's coming out for uh, Fortnite um, that literally nobody cares about. <laughs> kind of like Xbox. There, there's hey, hey some <laughs> digital game sales as far as... Uh, like the, between this E3 week and next week, there's gonna be a lot of uh, sales on Xbox digital games. Yes, sir. Definitely. And I think, I think. Well, Rand, you know me do a, a videos on that, right? Uh, videos on what? On the like the the was it the discounts or something? The, the, isn't this month the time they do like the Xbox sales? Yes, yeah, they, they like just the, announced the that today. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they got they got a big sale going on starting on the seventh. Um, yep. Let's see, hundred dollars off an X. Uh, $50 off the SAD and uh, S editions, 75% yep. off certain games, $10 off controllers. Um, yeah, so look forward to that. Might be, I don't know, you think it's you think it's worth getting an X now with, with uh, Anaconda coming out next if year? You, if you don't already have one, topic. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bother. 
Yeah, that's a, I'd say that's one to be debated. It's kind of like uh, the PlayStation Four Pro to the um, PlayStation Five, considering the PlayStation Five is going to be back, uh, backwards compatible with PlayStation Four. I guess it depends how much the the price drop is, whether it would be worth it or not. It so, needs I mean, to be significant. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, when it comes to you, would think that Microsoft would do something like a, a reasonable price drop, and then they drop the fucking side edition for two fifty. So, uh, anyway. Pharaoh, man, what's going on in the economic world of gaming, my guy? Anything, anything new? Uh, nothing too major. Uh, but um, Apple has dropped out of the uh, gaming race and is going to be providing support via Apple TV. Um, you'll be able to connect your Xbox and PlayStation controllers uh, to your Apple TVs. So um, I guess they have insider knowledge of of streaming technology that's on the way, and they're they're getting ahead of it. Um, mm, wow. As far as the Far East is concerned, uh, for those who signed up to support um, Shenmue 3, that has been delayed once again until November. I believe November 25th now. I did so. No more August release. I was disappointed about that when I saw it when I got the email this morning. So, other than that, I'm done. All right, fair enough. And then lastly, man, Dante, any news on the PC front? Um, not uh, entirely, not with software, but with hardware. Interesting news coming out of the East, actually. AMD is starting to crush Intel with uh, PC uh, with PC processors in China. Like AMD really? starting okay. to really take the market uh, in uh, the Chinese market from Intel as far as processors go. Uh, they've got a partnership with a company over in china that's actually making uh, cpus called the hijon chips which is based off of the zen uh, the zen based amd chips and All it's right, uh, right. apparently a cross promotion but apart from that uh not much um aside from still people being pissed at epic store you know all that kind of stuff facts okay all right you know what? enough all the gaming news let's get to the damn topics man and real quick, shout out to DL Mighty Spartan guy. What's going on, my guy? All right, so I'm a I'm gonna address this question straight to straight to uh, Rand real quick. What does E3 mean to you? E3 means new games, exciting announcements, uh, Christmas for gamers. Essentially, it's uh, I've I don't know. I've looked forward to E3 every single year to basically get the first look at the new games that I'll be experiencing either up in the coming year or in the future um that's what i always kind of viewed it as okay that's what's up man that's a good good uh good reasoning behind that man let's let's go let's go to dante what's this e3 mean to you man being a pc guy you guys never have e3 e3 shows are trash but anyway go ahead hey that's not true we actually do have we've had panel we've had the uh, pc gamer uh They're giving away tickets for free so <laughs> anyway, go ahead. These more people will show up, motherfucker. I don't know. For me, for me, it's it's always been a case of getting really, really hyped, but the past, but you know, expectations always being so goddamn high, it ends up being a disappointment in some areas. And also being the best highlighter for a bunch of fucking publisher cringe with their presentations. I'm looking at you, Ubisoft. Just all just all the fucking cringe. 
So, so clearly you've been a Debbie Downer, man. All right, let's, let's go. Let's I don't want to be a Debbie Downer motherfucker. There's some things I, 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 there's some motherfucking things I like. It's just that a lot of the presentations end up being full on cringe, and that's entertaining to me. All right, fair enough. So that's what you look for to eat through the cringe, the cringiness. So that, that must be that British humor. All right, man. Let's 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 go to Captain Xbox Nubs, man. What does E3 mean to you? Um, I mean, with all the leaks going on, it's kind of you know, yeah. But it, it, I, it's always exciting to get to see what studios have been working on, and to, you know, kind of just to see what's gonna push the industry forward and what what we have to look forward to. There's only really two or three press conferences I actually watch a year because EA is out. Ubisoft is usually garbage, and PlayStation's not there, so I'll be watching Nintendo and Microsoft and whatever Bethesda decides to do. Fair enough, man. In agree, this EA never came back. I don't think we're going to complain. I, no, I don't, I don't. I don't think I miss it. I don't think I miss it at all. All right, man. Actually, Kofi, man, what does E3 mean to you? It means being a kid all over again. I remember the first time I was going these rants. I remember no, the first ahead. time I had heard about E3. I think it was, I was kind of late to the part. I think it was 2002. And the one site I was subscribing to, all of a sudden, like tons of articles just coming down, coming down, all these games I was excited about. I think like, I think Suikoden 3 was announced. I was like, yo, wh what are all these JRPGs? I, I think it was like Legaya, Suikoden 3. And I'm like, yo, wh wh what is this event that seven articles for seven different games with sequels like that I had never even heard before this moment. I didn't know about E3 until the next year. I think it was 2003 that um, I started to realize that this was an annual event. Um, it, it, it is an awesome moment. Obviously, all three platforms that we're going to be talking about compete hard, but we also get to celebrate together. That I think hopefully this yep. cast is just like that. Uh, obviously, um, I won't be represented at E3, so uh, I will have to celebrate what other developers are doing. Fair enough, man. It's still, I mean, Japanese presence will still be on the Xbox stage so that you can get your Japanese fix there. Hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Nintendo himself, man. Reggie, what, what does E3 mean to you? Uh, I mean, it should come as no real surprise. It, it means, it reminds me of the fun of being a gamer. Um, and why I participate in this hobby to begin with. It, it's just a showcase of things that can get me excited, get me hyped. And, you know, the rest of the year is always going to be full of like price drops, crunch, a whole bunch of terrible articles. But like for one kind of short shining moment, we just get to like sit back and just look and like, wow, look at these things. You know, my favorite moments, uh, I actually kind of agree with Dante. I enjoy the cringe. Um, they, they're very funny. Every time Ubisoft steps up with a Just Dance presentation, it's probably <laughs> the best thing in the world. Um, but even more than that, I really like when small developers get a chance um, to go on stage and you can tell they're nervous, but they're very earnest. And it's just like, I made a thing. I hope you like it. Yeah, there was that there was that one uh, indie game that came out and the dude was on stage. He was visibly shitting himself and crying <laughs> but there was something really endearing about it this guy clearly put all of his fucking love and passion into the game and he's just up there wanting to just show it to people yes like I, I, that will always and forever be my favorite thing at e3 fair enough man that, that's a very good memory real quick shout out to my guy cd mac 5 he almost crashed his car trying to get that game pass code so somebody 
cares about it. So anyway, congratulations to you, my dude. And that all these, all the uh, the codes that I'm driving, man, it's sponsored by one of our Patreon members, Mr. Night Music himself. So I'm gonna give, all, I'm gonna do all the Patreon shouts at the end of the show. And then again, there's two more games I'm dropping, guys. So definitely stay tuned. All right, and Pharaoh, man, what's, what does E3 mean to you, my dude? E3 just, I mean, it's just, it's just means the future. Like, what's the, where's the future of gaming going? I mean. I get so excited for E3 every year because I just I get I get so excited to see where gaming is actually going. Where where are we going? Um, I love seeing what's going on with VR. I love seeing where um, internet is taking gaming. Um, even though I'm more of a single player experience type of person, but I just love to see how gaming has evolved over the years, especially since I started gaming in in the early '90s. Um, it's come such a long way and it's it's been an enjoyable process just every year seeing what's what's coming. I love it. Very true, man. Very true. And all right, man. Everybody knows what E3 is, man. For me, E3 is like like Rand said, like everybody else said, I'm gonna echo that. It's it's a celebration of gaming, you know, every year annually, you know, that it's time for your favorite hobby to be able to be showcased on the biggest stage and to not only uh, pay homage to the past, but also look forward to the future. And that's what E3 means to me. And I cannot wait. Uh, definitely check out my video on Friday. I wish I'll be kind of highlighting E3 by itself. So anyway, uh, appreciate everyone coming in, man. We have, what, 29 people watching right now. Hit that like button, man. Let's let's, let's get more people in here. We got Rand, man. Hit, hit the like button for Rand. Oh, come oh, on. I'm a, oh, I'm, oh, a, man. I'm a nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm nothing. Don't don't. If you're gonna ask for likes on me, uh, you get this. Okay? I, I don't know about that, man. You're probably the most uh, respected Xbox guy out of here. Because if they see an Xbox logo, you automatically getting hate. You go on Rand's page. The dude's getting loved I by so many dudes. I put up I put up a new video earlier, and within three minutes of that, eight dislikes. So you tell oh, me. Damn. Damn, I, why did, I, didn't, I didn't catch that one yet. I have, to, I have to watch it on the playback. But no, normally, I, from what I hear in the streets, that Rand is respected. Man, I oh. wish I had that amount of engagement. <laughs> I, 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 I crank my neck to look up to your glory. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Talking about oh no, don't give likes for me. His last show did like what five thousand with uh with your with your buddy Jess Gordon. Great show, by the way. Definitely check out Rand's channel. Thank you. But you know, um, it was it was like seven thousand and then another two thousand on iTunes, you know, you know. You know, you know, you know, not, not, you know. Not, not, nothing not major, right? Or anything. I mean it's not <laughs> RDX, this isn't dealer gaming, cold Eastwood, you know what I mean? That's true, that's true. The big the big you know, kahunas. It's all there. good, man. No, I'll settle for second place. Like, no, I'm kidding. Anyway, let's <laughs> let's get into the actual topics. I'm going back to you, Rand. What is your most hated E3 moments? What's the worst show? That you could think of when it the comes worst, to E3. see, I don't have an idea of what's the worst show. Like, there's really nothing that sticks out in my mind about the worst. But I will say, the I'll just say moments. there was an era where I it was tough to be an Xbox fan because the stuff they were showing was trash. <sighs> and I think you guys probably might know what I'm talking about. Well, it was around the, it was around the <laughs> end of the 360 era when we started getting Connect on stage. Oh, and that, all those demos that hurts all, it was cringy all demos that never happened yeah it was horrible so as 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 an xbox fan who loves you know like new games new franchises new ips you know continuations of franchises it really hurt my soul to see microsoft chase after nintendo in such a way and put that garbage up on stage 
And so I was like, what, 2009 to 2000, yep. I don't know, yep. 11, 12. Yeah, sounds right. It was just a, it was just a bad time. Now, for Sony, because I'm also, you know, I like Sony. I was a Sony fanboy back in the day before the Xbox 360. I think that E3 where they announced the PS3 for 600 bucks and they had Ridge <laughs> Racer. I you stole mine. I God that damn it. Yeah, he's, yeah, we're already, that, that, yeah. That was pretty bad. And then all the all the fake gameplay trailers they had that one oh, year for like man. Killzone and stuff like that. Like that was pretty bad. But hmm. those would be my 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 nominations. That's what's up, man. Hey, hey Kofi, you hear that? Ram was a, a PlayStation fan. It's never too late. It's never too late. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, when he talked about the, the, the pain of uh, the Kinect, man, and, and, and following Microsoft following Nintendo, that definitely that definitely uh, left a, a stain in my heart, man. So about Nintendo, Reggie, what is your worst E3 moments? Um, I mean, unfortunately, Nintendo had a similar Kinect moment uh, during the what Wii U. No, the Wii with uh, the yeah. Zelda game. And they just kind of stood on stage and just waggled that remote around while nothing was happening. <laughs> I can give you a bust. Uh, and that was just that that was embarrassing. What, what would you say was worst? The Wii music. Yeah, I we, that. yeah, that, that was worse. I mean, at least with the sorry. No, you're right. We we music was very, very bad. I actually completely forgot all about that. Exactly. Yeah, at because at least with Skyward Sword, there might have been the excuse that, oh, maybe there was technical issues because they did bundle that with the Wiimote Plus, didn't they? To kind of fix all the, yeah. the most of the problems with it. Wii Music was just fucking awful. Yeah, it was cringe and awful. Um, outside of that, anytime they get like either a, a developer or the only on-stage presence that I really liked who is outside of the industry is like Aisha Tyler. Um, but when they had Jamie Kennedy around for E3, wasn't a fan. Uh, I don't even remember how long ago that was. But that was some, I mean, when Jamie Kennedy was popular enough to be somewhere. Um, but yeah, that was, that was bad. Really, really bad. All right, man. That's what's up, man. You felt very somber there, man. My bad for bringing up bad memories. <laughs> no, okay. you know, I'm trying. I focus on the good. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, man. Let's let's go to Dante Crisis. What is the worst E3 moments or worst E3 show? I can give you moments and a show. Okay, give me. So give me. I'll give you the show first. The worst E3 show was E3 Konami 2010. And none of you probably remember it. I don't even I, remember what, what happened. Go ahead, elaborate. A lot of a couple of things happened, but I'll give you one of my favorite highlights from it. It is one of those that is that needs to be seen to be believed, honestly. But one of the highlights, they have three mass luchadors on stage for some fucking reason. I have yeah. I heard someone just whisper it in disbelief. Yes, <laughs> they had three yeah, masked luchadors on stage. Was it, was it was it for like a wrestling show? Or what no, was I, it? I don't I don't remember it being for a fucking wrestling game. It was just it was just they were there. If I remember, I think they smacked somebody. Like it was supposed to be a it was supposed to be a presentation or a stunt or something. But it was so. What year, what year was that? I, I have to look this up now. Yeah. What? Okay, I have to look that up. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. And I like all what um what our guest said as far as uh, PlayStation because these are moments now. 
definitely the PlayStation free launch. Um, like fucking the the pricing, like they get the console itself. The worst thing is the console itself didn't even look that nice when it first came out. It, it didn't get appealing to me until the slim. But I got I got one because I was a PlayStation fan. Oh, I'm still same with the Xbox. But it was big. It was fat. It was expensive. And the amount of versions they brought out as well was kind of ridiculous because you've you obviously had one that was that was compatible with the uh, with the PlayStation One as well. Mm. You had ones that were that was compatible with the PlayStation Two and PlayStation One, and then you had one that wasn't compatible with any of them. And it was like, mm, God, you 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 fuckers dropped the ball so goddamn hard. It was ridiculous. <laughs> now, as far as dropping the ball, another bad moment, honestly was the xbox one when they brought that to e3 because not only did they show us because the same problem with the fucking playstation it was big and it was fat like it was it was a vcr fucking player not only did they say show that echoing what our um what i guess said about the connect at least when the connect first came out I could I could understand that yeah they may be facing running with a trend but they're at least trying something different but it ultimately failed like severely failed and then they bought it back with the connect so and oh. it still failed it bombed to the point when it's now no longer existing it's almost taboo to mention it and as far as as far as the Wii, like I said, Wii Music, one of the worst moments for, for Nintendo as far as their conferences go. Fair enough, man. Damn, man. You hurt my soul twice when you mentioned the Connect too. Oh Lord. Anyway, man, let's 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 Bra Nubs, Captain Xbox, what was your worst E3 moment? Everybody done stole them all, yo. Like <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry. No, like that 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 PlayStation three reveal was that that was cringy, as Dante likes to put it. Like just the whole the whole from the price and the fact that nobody really made any noise once they said that, like it was a dead ass silent. Like I've never seen that happen before, yo. Like, it's just like, is this guy serious? <laughs> and then of course the the fail of the uh, the Xbox One like they they couldn't even get their fucking messaging right like it was it was real hard to try to justify trying to buy that at launch just because just based off the shitty messaging that was around it fair enough all right man okay okay hey, kofi man what was your worst e3 moment or show so yeah i want to do one for sony and one for xbox i'll start with xbox because my man yujiro hanma just mentioned it usher dancing at the xbox presentation oh, oh my oh, god, god. Like, about xbox, that. you just want to shoot yourself in the face don't you what were they god. doing was this back when major well, was it major nelson uh the previous <laughs> one before um phil spencer that was made that was during major nelson's um tenure as uh head of xbox wasn't it no, not not major notes. I can't remember the exact year. I just remember thinking it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Put a bullet in it. It's done. Put a bullet in it. Um, from the Sony side, um, obviously the launch of the 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 uh, PlayStation Three or the the announcement. Another one. It didn't really come from an E3, but I have to quote it really quick. I want you guys to tell me who said this. PSP will elevate portable entertainment out of the handheld gaming ghetto, and Sony is the only company that can do it. 
That sounds like some bullshit EA would say. <laughs> it's actually Kazuo Harai. And when he oh, said wow. that, that made me cringe so hard. I just, I don't like that term. But um, that wasn't technically an E3, at least the way I'm, I'm looking back at it. But for some reason, I remember that being uh, brought back as a reference around when E3 and PSP was first coming out. Facts. Okay. And real quick, uh, Mr. Keeman said that was Don Matrick, I believe, for the, that whole Usher cringe. Ugh, so, yeah. Anyway, all right, Farrell, man, let's, let's do your worst E3 moments, man. Uh, worst E3 moments. Uh, well, one of the worst was watching Suits take over uh, the Xbox division and try to turn it into an entertainment console. Um, you didn't like the TV, TV, TV thing? Uh. I thought that the concept of Microsoft Studios was decent, but then, you know, you got Xbox, you're throwing in Xbox Fitness and all this other thing. Um, my thought originally with the Kinect was I thought it was, you know, to gear up towards um, VR the same way that, that PlayStation did. Right. So that was what they were talking about, but it just didn't take that direction. Um, so that was that was a disappointment. And um, what else was disappointing? Uh, just watching, oh, no, no particular year, but just watching year after year, Sony kill a Dreamcast. That hurt. <sighs> That's that still hurt. my favorite console, man. To this yeah. day, I love the wow. Dreamcast. That, 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 that hurts. Hurt. Yeah, yeah. If a Dreamcast 2 came out today, I'd buy three. Oh, a low, low price of $399. <laughs> I mean, this shit was ahead of his time, man. That's yeah. a whole other topic, but I'm just it's saying, man. If Sega showed up at E3 and said, hey, Sony, you don't want to show up, we will. We're releasing the console. I'd be like, oh, shit, where's, on, where's the money? Facts, facts. All yeah. right, man. I'm going to read the chats real quick. There's, there's some of their disappointments. I see uh, Mr. Kima, Yobi. Yobi one Kenobi, man. What's going on, bro? He said his worst name. E3 moment was uh, Don fucking Matrick. I hated how he destroyed the, the debut of the Xbox One. Yeah. That's facts. That's Rand's boy, man. Don Ma say no, no, no. You got me confused. <laughs> oh, no. You got me confused. I do not no. like Don Matrick whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, Rand, Rand came with the quickness, man. I didn't even get a chance to say it. <laughs> nope, nope. Do not, do not say Rand like Don Matrick. That fucking flame shield was up so quickly, then it was quick, man. Isn't that what? All right, so who was the uh, head of Xbox when you when you uh, debuted uh, and got your million? Uh, Phil was head of Xbox. Oh, okay. that's what's up. All right, Phil all right. Spencer, Never mind. the god, or as uh, was King Phil David calls Phil him, Dominus. Phil Dominus Spencer. Yeah. Who <laughs> made Sony get... bend the knee? Isn't that what oh, isn't that oh. King says? Oh no! <laughs> there we go. Here we go. <laughs> no, no rebuttal, Kofi. <laughs> <laughs> they bent the knee, yo. He's. I feel so sorry for Kofi. He's he's officially outnumbered. I mean, all of you are Xbox yeah. guys, and I'm I'm Sweden on this. I'm neutral as shit. I have to I'm be Sweden. sharp every time. <laughs> Don't worry, I got you. I got you back. Nah, here. I got you. Back. Nah, nah, see, now nah, Reggie's supposed to get get his back, but he sometimes he'll be like switching back and forth. <laughs> you good, man? You good? <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. It's stuff for the sass. Let's, let's get to the positive, man. Uh, let me see here. Favorite E3 moments, man. I'm going back to Rand L. Thor, man. Your favorite E3 moment. What is it? I mean, you kind of already mentioned it. I mean, I was well, actually elaborate for those who don't know. Um, so 
in let's see e3 2016 i got invited by microsoft and xbox to um hit a million gamer score and then you know they wanted to phil wanted to celebrate it with me um in a segment on inside xbox or it wasn't called inside xbox at the time because they hadn't brought it back but you know what i mean it was like the show Mm. they did so i mean obviously like e3 2016 is probably my favorite e3 ever because i was there i was at the conference uh saw them you know debut scorpio i played i was like one of the first persons in the world to play sea of thieves because that was there uh at the um like and you didn't want us and you didn't want us oh i did i said the only thing we played (laughs) was just the ship to ship combat (laughs) um and then that whole thing so for me e3 2016 was uh by far the best e3 uh because i was personally there so nothing else even compares you know that's that's crazy man i don't even know how you top that you know for a small guy like me talking about oh i'm a small guy you got invited personally invited by by phil spencer you probably rode in this jet too man (laughs) i wish no i i had uh, had to pay my own way i had a stay at you know with, with, with the buddies so i didn't have to you know shell out money for a right. hotel but uh yeah i got to do the whole fan fest thing it was great that's what's up man all right let's let's oh, more, go ahead, go ahead. i want to throw out for each of us to also answer our most recent oh crap moment from e3 oh that's a good one that's a good one but i want to know right. most recent yeah that's, that's already, a good, got actually, no, already got ran, it ran ran what was your recent like oh sh- like the all crap or oh shit moment recent um hmm. uh geez okay so maybe one of the most recent ones where i was totally impressed by everything i saw and was a factor like 100 percent, 99 percent factor in in me wanting to get a playstation 4 because i didn't have a playstation 3 and i didn't get a ps4 until 2017 was that nine-minute demo of God of War during Sony's E3 2016 show. My jaw was on the floor. And it was at that moment that I knew at some point I needed to get a PlayStation because that was so impressive. And what did you think of God of War after when you actually played it, if you've played it? Um, God of War is one of two of the best games of this gen, right there neck and neck with Red Dead Redemption 2. Nice. Do you wow. think? Do you think? Because so, you bought Red Dead Redemption, so it's kind of a, this is kind of a trigger for me to ask this. Do you think that God of War winning Game of the Year at the VGAs was deserved, or do you think Red yes. Dead Redemption should have got it? See, for me, last even though like Red Dead Redemption Two was my Game of the Year last year, it was always one A and one B. Gotcha. It was Red gotcha. Dead Redemption and God of War, so I was happy with either winning, and you know, so like I, I love them both. So to me, they're like two of the best games I played this gen. They're like both game of the generations. Uh, but yeah, that was that was last time. I remember like sitting there and watching, like, okay, I need a console for this game because God of War looks ridiculous. I need to play it. It was nice, That's what's up, man. Real quick, I'm gonna do a real quick shout out again. Saltiest gaming, what's going on, bro? And Sage Mode Lewis, and real, and because you guys are here, man, hit that like button. We have 21, uh, 32 people watching. Hit that like button. Let's get that. Let's get up to. Let's get that up to thirty, man. And while you guys are listening, I dropped another link, again courtesy of Night Music, a Patreon member. It's a uh, Vampire Xbox Code. So there you go. Code. Let me know. Let me know who wins that. All right, let's go. Let's go on to the next next person, man. Uh, Dante, you already went, Dante. Dante, no, go ahead. Go. 
What's your favorite E3 moment? And what, what was that moment that made you go, wow? Just moments. Uh, can, can we go on moments? Because it says moments. 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 Um, yeah. Okay, so my, my it isn't, it is, it's E3 um, related, but it didn't happen at E3. My, my oh crap moment, the most recent one, it it was Sony dropping out, and it wasn't a good oh crap. It was a Ooh, oh crap. This is gonna end badly. Interesting take on interesting. that. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, you said oh crap. You didn't say it was gonna be positive or negative. Uh, this that's one was true. the most that's recent true. one, and I, I was just when it happened, I was like, oh crap. This is not gonna go well. And as the Messiah that I am, the prophet that I be, I was fucking correct. Looking at the last two fucking state of players. Um, as far as <laughs> as far as uh, good as far as favorite moments go, I would definitely say one of them was Xbox One finally uh, finally getting rid of DRM and announcing backwards compatibility because that was something that even I've complained about the PlayStation it fucking needed and we got play PS now and I still mm -hmm. think it's hot sh hot shit I think and not in a good way I think it's steaming pile of garbage <laughs> that needs to be burned at the fucking altar of bad ideas and retarded decisions. Um, <laughs> the uh, a another mo a, but a good moment from Sony and this is more of the um, kind of surreal moment was Sony and Gabe Newell sharing the same stage for Portal 2's announcement for the PlayStation 3. Yeah, remember that? That yeah. was a surreal moment. Seeing like essentially your competition standing on the same stage as you, which obviously recently happened at the VGAs with. Uh, Microsoft, Sony, and um, PlayStation, uh, sorry, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo all share on the same stage at the VGAs. Um, uh, a, but I would say honestly, and I, this is where this is where uh, this is where my man Reggie's gonna we're gonna love me, and he's I probably picked his favorite moment. Um, actually, not before that, another one was the verbal uh, was the verbal takedown and bitch slapping of Xbox by PlayStation, where you can share games. Oh, you can you can you can, you can share games. Send your just give your copy to a friend. Sorry, as as far as far as as far as a vi as close to a visual bit slap as you can get, that was one from Sony to play from Sony to Microsoft saying this is stupid. You are doing this wrong. Um, wow. but I would say top moment, top moment as far as excitement, as far as just people losing their absolute shit was nintendo's e3 24 uh, 2004 Four, when yeah. when legend of zelda twilight princess got announced and everybody lost their collective shit at one moment yeah. at one point and then you had um shigeru miyamoto walk out with the fucking master sword and hyaline shield at once it was it was beautiful it, it was like if, if you've never seen that go and watch it you will it's the closest you'll ever find to a fucking uh, instantaneous collective orgasm, <laughs> because everybody <laughs> just fucking lost it. All right, man, that's that's what's up, man. Real quick, I just dropped the link. Salty's gaming one man, another Patreon member. Congratulations, my guy. Definitely check him, check his uh, check his channel out. And also, I am a member of uh, the Salty's Gaming Podcast on Thursdays at nine. Quick plug, got you, my guy. All right, man, let's go. Let's go to Nintendo, man. Reggie. What's your favorite uh, E3 moment? Uh, well, I'll start with my my old my old shit moment, which Dante already covered, and that was definitely PlayStation. Just it was all of maybe what twenty seconds. And here's how we share games. Step one: 
game is shared and like the, <laughs> the, 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 grin, the, just the silence and it was just like any more questions <laughs> <laughs> what are they, i mean they're the masters at that man fucking bastards I mean, that was one of those old school, like, that felt, that took me back to, you know, Sega makes games that Nintendo types of deals. So I, oh, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking of when they, when they did that, man. And I was over there doing the author fist, like in real life. Like, <laughs> <a little> bit. <laughs> and, and so I don't know if somebody could verify, didn't that filming happen like a couple of hours, even before the show, like they decided to do that right off the cuff. It looked I, like it. Yeah, it, you know, it's just like in front of like a, I don't know, black like top. But, but that's genius, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's just so, so, that's like you know how like back in old the school we just like we join on each other or clown each other just to have that uh that quickness to be like, no what, let's make fun of somebody right now. Let's do it real quick, and yeah. then just pull that out. It's like drop the mic, like that's Sony man, fucking bastards. That's my big uh, of my favorite. Um, it's probably about well three. One is the uh because I had actually just kind of missed this the entire time until it actually popped out. But the reveal for the Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, I, God bless. Yeah, I yep. wasn't at all prepared for that. Um, I think one of my favorite videos is watching the game trailers crew watch it and their reaction to it. Um, you know, that that was a direct kick to nostalgia. Um, my other one is anytime Reggie shows up on screen. Um, from his initial showing up in what I think 2004 um, to my body is ready they came out as all as puppets uh, Miyamoto Reggie Iniwata all oh, the, uh, the robot chicken one the yeah robot chicken where Reggie's <laughs> fucking firebombing people <laughs> oh, Jesus. Whenever Reggie's just on stage it's just a delight, man. So always. Um, but my my number one favorite moment, because you know I'm I'm hippy dippy and real about that nice stuff. It's the Kevin Butler speech from 2010. God dang it! <laughs> oh shit! Um, yeah, sorry, Kofi, but man, it, yeah, it's just it, if you haven't heard it, just go listen to the to that speech. Um, and you know, FC, I talked about this in like the interview you did with me. At the end of the yep. day, it's all about the play. It mm. don't matter the flag you throw up, be it Microsoft, Xbox, Nintendo, PC. Uh, we are under one tribe, and that is the tribe of gaming. Um, and yeah. we will continue to support this day in and day out. They they need to. The, I hope Kevin Butler is like making money. I forget, that's not his real name. Uh, I hope he was making. I hope they are still giving him checks. There just needs to be a dude to show up every day. Yeah. Here's a check for well, once a month. Uh, here's a check for thanking thanking you to for making us what we are today. <laughs> I just want right, I just want to jump on that really quick. From from 2009 to 2010 was the first upsurgence of us getting good games as PlayStation gamers. Being online and being a PlayStation gamer between like 2008 and 2010 was a hard time. All right, we were struggling like y'all Xbox guys struggling now with games. Y'all got great service, blasphemy, right? Oh. Now, right so to see kevin butler do that it was like a, we were the spartan 300 guys we were like yo we're back uncharted 2 just came out last year oh we're waiting for i think uncharted 3 was also shown at that e3 so it was oh, god killzone 3 was out at that point as well and killzone yes. 3 had a solid multiplayer i'd spend hours and hours on uh, killzone 2 and 3 multiplayer that oh, had an underrated multiplayer. 2 is my 
game. Damn right. I love that game. Damn right. 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 Reggie, right. take it away from Reggie. I'm sorry. No, 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 Mike no. muted. Mike muted. <laughs> oh, <I guess>. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was it, man. Like those those three, um, and you know, Reggie, my my namesake, my my brother, uh, your man crush. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, anytime he's on stage, man, it's just it's just a delight. Um, so that's that's what's up, man. All right, let's 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 go to Pharaoh. What's what's your best E three moment, man? What, 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 what made you drop you know drop your jaw, your jaw, or whatever? Oh, I tell you what made me drop my jaw. Uh, me and Kofi had a bet one E three. Oh, okay. <laughs> T T <laughs> on Xbox on Xbox IPs on the amount that they would drop, and I bet him that they would have at least five. And he did. He took that bet, and uh, he lost. <laughs> and uh, as a result of him losing that bet, uh, we went to a steakhouse and I got the largest steak. Uh, <laughs> and you ate that son of a bitch right in front of him. <laughs> I ate it right in front of him. Oh, that's a great memory. I forgot about that. When was that? When was that? What year? Oh, man. I, uh, Shoot, it was, I don't even know. I don't even remember. 2015, maybe, right? Because um, Xbox dropped a lot of IPs. Didn't they announce? Yeah, it was the year that they did. Uh, the year that they dropped Project Spark. It was that oh, year. I but yeah, so um, that was that was probably that was the the literal biggest jaw dropper. Um, you know, last E three was 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 very impressive on on both sides. I actually loved that E three. Yeah. Um, last year, sorry, I just, I'll just, I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah, last year, as far as like the the actual um, hardware companies, Sony, PlayStation, and Nintendo. They were all they were really solid. It was the publishers that majorly dropped the fucking ball last year. Yeah, but I just I, I felt last year was, was was pretty strong, you know, from even the games that didn't come out great, Anthem. Um but, uh, it, show, it showed well though. Yeah, it showed well. But it was it was just a really good show last year. Um never forget know. they learned the name of the game that day. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun episode. Anyway. <laughs> Oh man, but that um seeing Last of Us 2 and just just what they did with the gameplay and that trailer, I mean if if that ends up being what we play, that that that's pretty exciting. Oh, last um, year was but, Resident Evil 2 as well. Didn't they show Re uh, Resident Evil 2 yeah, last year? Yeah. 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 It, 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 I mean there, there's I mean and and a lot of those games that 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 we're hyped off aren't, aren't even uh coming out, haven't even come out yet. So you know, we still have those on the back burner. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I think that's that's it for me. That's what's up, man. Real quick, I gotta address the chat. Look, motherfuckers, that was a slip. I meant to say, drop your your jaw, jaw. English is my is not my native language, motherfuckers. Just letting you know. Anyway, anyway, and and pause in advance. Asshole, yeah. dude. Before, before <laughs> we move on to the next, uh, who is anybody? Uh, still uh, we, yeah, we got we got two more, man. I'm 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 keeping Kofi last because I don't want to. I can't I can't take too much PlayStation talk. So I gotta I gotta get the nubs, man. Do you do your uh, do your best E3 moment before we get to the before we get to Kofi? Yeah. Yeah. So I have three. I have three favorite moments from E3. That would be. The reveal for Cuphead, the reveal for the Xbox One X, the first, the first actual um, gameplay footage that they showed from God of War Three, and the Breath of the Wild gameplay stuff from E Three. 
Oh yeah. Oh, Shout out to Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Breath of the Wild. I, I still gotta get a switch on Friday. You want Friday? As, as far as my oh shit moment, it would be when they dropped the Halo Infinite trailer. Yes, you oh, son of a no. bitch. No. <laughs> like, for I was not expecting that. I wasn't expecting a new engine. I wasn't expecting none of that shit. Not just just seeing it not look like Halo Five. Just like I, I was, I was, I was fucking jumping. You know? I was like, yo. Hey, I- you, you know who's a real Halo fan? Not Rand, because I thought Rand was a Halo fan. He didn't even mention Halo Infinite. How dare you? How dare you, sir? I mean, I mean what, what do you, it's, a, it's a game engine demo. Show me some gameplay, and maybe I'll get excited. And make sure it's not got any live service shit. About well, that. Listen, really listen. I don't I, I, know, I, live service stuff. We're not going to have no Halo slander here, sir. We already had that shit with Doom versus Halo. I'm still, I'm still hurting. I'm bringing that topic back, motherfucker. Just, it's just a like, make sure you hurt. <laughs> Halo Infinite's a multiplayer game in the year 2020. It's going to have live services. That's just kind of the way it is now. But uh, I expect there to be a little bit like this year's Halo Infinite is hopefully Definitely a gameplay. gameplay. It has to be. Yeah. yeah, like last year's was cool. Nobody was expecting it. And it, because it took so long till you knew it was Halo, it was like, oh, man, Chief is back. It looks so good. But, I mean, it's a game engine trailer. It's really hard to pinpoint like exactly what it's going to look like or play like so hopefully we'll find out in six days what if they just remade halo one and that was halo i honestly thought that that was what halo (laughs) like one of the worst halos i mean i don't know about that what if they pull a modern warfare and just kind of Oh, don't get me started on Modern Warfare. I, could, I will go on hey, a right I'm, I'm hyped for that new fucking engine for Modern Warfare, yo. <laughs> you got anything else? Nubs. What? Was there any other anything else? Because I think I think FC died. Yeah, FC's out. No. All right. Um. Uh, Kofi, you were you were next. Uh, oh, my yeah, bad. Can, you, can you guys hear me? My bad. Yeah, I can hear yeah. you now. Fucking voice meter. Go, go ahead, Kofi. Do, do your, uh, do your, what's your, uh, what's your so, most hype E3 moment? The most hype E3 moment, I obviously was the Kevin Butler one based on my reaction. So I had to go to my secondary. It's it, this is a little bit weird, but it was 2011's E3 due to it being after the Sony hack, and I remember feeling so down because once again, being a PlayStation gamer, we were on the up and up, right, up and up and up, and then I. Bought SOCOM 4, playing online, and oh, the PlayStation Network's down. wonder why that is. Holding my $150, you know, collector's edition of uh, SOCOM 4 with the Move controller. Then all the Xbox people <laughs> online like, what is your problem? Is your credit card stolen yet? Like, I hope you got your credit <laughs> check. And, you know, it was the worst. So it was like this roller coaster of emotions. Um, but I liked E3 2011 because Jack Trenton, who is awesome, by the way, came out and really had a strong performance. There was some um, significant... I- IPs announced at um, 2011's uh, E3 that I liked. Uh, Starhawk is a game I really loved. Obviously, it didn't it didn't do so well. Um, but Resistance 3 is a game I really loved. We got to see yes. that. And then yep. um, some gameplay for um, Drake's Deception, which I know some people you know compare it closely to Uncharted 2. But I love Drake's Deception, especially the co-op multiplayer. Um, they had like um, scenarios with uh, Charlie Cutta and uh, who's the girl from Lost Legacy? I'm forgetting her. Chloe um so for me like to be so down feeling so down after the hack uh and then to finally see that um was huge Uh, another one that i have to say uh, around the don matrick e3 was a name you guys on xbox should remember 
Adam Orth and his tweet about getting over having DRM on Xbox. And I remember being on Twitter and seeing the people's reaction to it. And I was like, we are going to win the eighth generation. It was like, it was like after being beaten down so hard as a PlayStation 3 owner, all of a sudden I just felt like I knew it. I was like, they're going to do DRM and they're going to lose the eighth gen. Of course, win or lose, right? It's subjective, but uh, that (laughs) felt like it might have been right back then. Um, so the biggest, oh, snap moment is seeing the announcement and gameplay trailer of Monster Hunter World. Okay. I am an OG Monster Hunter player from back 2004 when it first came out and I followed it on the Sony side. And when they left to go have like eight releases on Nintendo DS, I just mumbled and mumbled and mumbled. And I was mad for, what was that? 12 years. So seeing that gameplay trailer and they came out and the Rathalos was spit like in, you know, a new engine and everything. I was like contacting my job. I was like, look, I'm off these dates. I don't even know <laughs> if it needs to change. I'm going to be off. Call my wife. That's look, funny. what do I need to do to get off these days? Ended up putting like 300 hours in that game. So God bless the announcement of uh, that was E3. That was last year, right? That was E3. when. Uh, oh, was it 2017? I'm forgetting, but oh my gosh, might have might have been 17, but I think it was on, it was on Xbox stage, I believe. It might have been. It might have been. Yeah, on which, Xbox which, stage. which surprised me. It was. It was. Yeah. It was, so that's. Go ahead, go ahead. And that was the, sorry. That I was just saying that was the time when it's the time is the moment I catalogue is saying that this is when can uh, Capcom turn the fucking corner. And started releasing Rex. fucking hits after hit, great game after great game, and they're still on that yeah. roll. And I hope, I hope that up tra- upward trajectory does not crash like the fucking Challenger. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, like you know, Capcom took a huge risk on that. They announced that like that's the most they had spent like on a budget for a Monster Hunter game, or I think almost any game at the time, and they got the reward. So it's now in their top. I think it's now in their top five more sold games of all time. I think it recent. I think if I check it up, I got a lot of research at the moment, but I think it's either behind or recently outsold Resident Evil Five, which was their top selling Resident Evil game. Dang, that's right. Resident Evil Five did sell well. Yeah, Spartan said fifth best selling game of all of 2018. Man, that's what's up, man. Shout out to Capcom. All right, man. Let's let's get into the to the next topic. Let's let's not dwell too much on this because we got to get into Xbox stuff, man. That's the you know the last topic. So missing out on E3, what what does that mean for Sony? Or yeah, basically that's the only one who's really missing out. I guess technically Nintendo's not really at E3. I mean they're at E3, but they're not doing a real live E3 showcasing. So what does missing out on E3 mean, Ran? What do you think it means for Sony? Honestly, what do I think it means for Sony? Yeah, like uh, does the, does nothing. this tarp, does this mean, tournament it, anyway? Doesn't mean doesn't mean shit. Okay. It, doesn't so mean, it see, means absolutely nothing for them. So you're saying it's like they a literally much a free hit. The, Yeah, they could look when you when you're the leader, right? When you're the market leader, there are certain things afforded to you. Sony's had an, a great generation. Nobody can deny it. They're ending up the gen strong. They just released that stranding trailer that is like the talk of gaming, yeah. right? Um People know what to expect because they literally told everybody what to expect for the rest of the generation back in 2016 when they showed off God of War and Spider-Man and Death Stranding and um, Last of Us Part Two and then Ghost of Shimo. It's basically like, you know, the lineup. And I mean, 
look at what Sean Layden said. They said they didn't want to do an E3 and then basically just have updates for existing games. So they would save the money. They wouldn't bother showing up because they're not ready to fully talk about the PlayStation 5 yet, which they would have to if they're. So they'll be there next year. In reality, it means nothing um, to them whatsoever. And I mean, it would... I will say this, though. It would definitely be much worse if it was Xbox. If Xbox didn't show up and PlayStation was there, there definitely would be more people saying... Well, because anybody takes whatever the small things Xbox does and blow it out of proportion. Like last Mm -hmm. year, when there wasn't any floor space, you had PlayStation guys being like, Xbox is pulling out of E3. They have a tiny floor space. When in reality, they just moved their entire show to the Microsoft Theater instead of being at E3. Right. Uh, so if they didn't announce they were they were showing up, people would be like, well, this is just more proof Microsoft is leaving the console space. Yep. Um, Which would be stupid as fuck. Uh, like that opinion, that... that yeah, well, I mean, you know, there, are a lot, there are a lot of PlayStation fans out there that are stupid as fuck. Then you're retarded. Uh, then, yes, they are retarded. That, and that there are some real. Xbox fans out there that are stupid as fuck. It's not, you know, it's yeah, not it's true, just, true. you know, you know a, a PlayStation thing, but some... some People just don't think, but I honestly think it does. What's going to happen? PlayStation probably sell more consoles than Xbox during the month of June with them not being at E3. They'll probably mm-hmm. sell more games. It doesn't mean anything to PlayStation, really. I mean, it sucks for PlayStation fans uh, who want to, you know, see new things, but I honestly don't think it matters to PlayStation at all. Okay, that's what's up, man. Very honest opinion by Rand, man. Pissing off everybody. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's just what he does. Five four, my guy. Pharaoh, man, this is your topic, man. I, I take it you disagree with Rand. What's the ramifications of Sony missing E three? Oh man, I think uh, I think it'll be very damaging. Um, just in the long, just in the in the short to midterm, because it really all well, it goes one of two ways. Xbox can fall on its face on Sunday, and if, and if Sony and and if they do that, Sony will cash in like we've never seen before. But I don't think they will. And I think I think they're gonna have a good show. And I think that them announcing their new console this weekend, which we're all expecting, I think that'll give them a nice boost in pre-orders. So I think that'll be the impact. And I think just being out of the spotlight in general is just gonna hurt Sony. Even though we know their lineup, it's something about just having that constant reminder to, to your audience that, hey, we're here. Um, so I think I think in that sense, it's going to have a negative impact because I think with Xbox having 14 new games, they're going to be dominating the new cycle all the way through Gamescom and the Tokyo Game Show. So I think, I think it is going to have an impact, but um, I'm going to preface it by saying – it's not gonna. It's only gonna strengthen Xbox. It's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna be to the point where Sony takes this massive hit because Xbox had a great show. But it, it is gonna take a, a, a slight chink in where in their current standing, um, in the in the mid to near term. Okay, that's what's up, man. And uh, real quick, I don't want to go to everybody because we we gotta get to this next topic. But, but Kofi, being the being the only real Sony guy here. What is your take on this? Do, do you agree with Rand or do you disagree with Farrell or do you agree with Farrell? What's your take on this? I more agree with Rand. I think that Sony, the only thing Sony might be disappointed in is a slight loss in mind share 
associated with certain IPs that are going to come out multi-platform. So like things like Code Vein or like really popular, more niche titles, people like to associate them with the system. For example, Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'll be dead honest, I think it's going to come out on Xbox at some point, but people are just associating it with PlayStation because it's only debuted on that on that side, right? Kind of like how we first saw Final Fantasy Thirteen only on Xbox. And that really was kind of like the first time we saw a new Final Fantasy on a console that wasn't PlayStation, well, you know, since Nintendo. Um, so that I think does the slightest of damage, but, but coming to it from a PlayStation gamers perspective, I always take the menu approach. I'll give us a, a very small analogy. If Xbox and PlayStation were two individual restaurants that offer different varieties of foods, each of those being a genre of gaming, because, um, the uniqueness in all of the different meals that PlayStation has available to me. I like to look back maybe within the last two years and enjoy one things I have. So let's say, you know, your first person shooter is a good steak. Okay. Well, PlayStation hasn't had a really good exclusive steak since what, 2014. So you look elsewhere within the catalog and, and certain things might jump out at you, but that variety overall, I really enjoy while on, on the Xbox side, there's just less, choices to have in terms of AAA first party meals okay you're gonna have your steak you're gonna have your fish which is probably like horizon uh horizon uh Forza Forza Dawn. Dawn. yeah horizon uh race the racing game sorry um, oh falls Horizon. yeah force horizon um so it's it because i have so much available to me like right now i'm still playing um lost legacy and i'm still playing days gone so i still have like things on the menu that i, I could really gravitate to where i feel like the menu over on the xbox side it just it doesn't compare to itself like when i look at the menu for 360 i'm like dang they got a lot of good pieces of food to select from but for me on, on the xbox one side the entire generation has been just too few for me so like even though sony's not at this gen they're just consistently giving us at least two triple a games per year and i'm impressed with that sometimes it doesn't work out we get a 72 on days gone wasn't you know what we were expecting but next year if we get last of us 2 and tsushima which is my highest uh anticipated game i'm I'm okay with it. it it doesn't bother me it's been interesting seeing that actually considering playstation seems well a lot of playstation exclusive games some of them mainly Sekiro and now Shishima, um, very Japanese-orientated, um, Fuero Japan-orientated, uh, which I really like. It's a, it's a, it's an era that I don't think gets enough love um, as far as games go, and I'm actually really happy to see. I hope it's a continuing trend, actually. Yeah, I yeah. when I saw that and that the fact that they, you know, had um, like an original Japanese script, it seems like the, the acting will be done in Japanese. That's awesome. People know here I'm a huge weeb. So very excited, man. Tsushima is going to be awesome. All right, man. <laughs> good, good, good point. Uh, let's, hey, once we get 30 likes, guys, I want to drop the next code. It's a Tekken 7 code for Xbox. So if you want that, hit that like button. You're already out. All right, likes. we're there. We're there, man. I'm at 30. I'm tripping. My shit's slow. All right, well, because we're there, I'm dropping right now. It's in the link in the description or in the chat. There's the code. Let me know who wins again. Shout out to Night Music for sponsoring all the all the codes for today tonight's show. Man, he knew that when Ram was coming, he's like, "Oh, I gotta give you, I got, I gotta represent the show." You know, he didn't do it for anybody else. So, yo, at Night Music for the other guests that we have had. So, shout out to Fonz, by the way. Anyway, so let's let's get to the actual topic that I'm most looking forward to, and that topic is the Xbox show, the the rumored 
Well, not even rumors. Phil Spencer himself said 14 Xbox One or Xbox Game Studio games. What could they? What could that be? What does that mean? So I'm going to take it to Ram. Man. I don't know if you've done like a million videos on this already. What is your take on this? What, what, could this, what could this mean? Would they be new? Would they be old? Would it be new acquisitions to those games or, or what? What's, what's your take on this? Well, you got to look at Phil's tweet and realize that he said it in a certain way to generate hype. Don't but, bring me down, CG, man. Don't nah, do it. Nah, nah, man. Gotta be realistic. <laughs> bring him down. Bring him down. Gotta be realistic. Uh, it ain't no 14 new... If it was 14 new games, he literally would say 14 new games. He said 14 Xbox X. Game Studio games, right? So, and Xbox Game Studios games, that's any game made by first party and any game published or done by Xbox, uh, you know, Microsoft Global Publishing. So... What do we think is there? 14 titles. Okay, so Halo Infinite, one. Halo Master Chief Collection more than likely be there. That's two. Gears 5. Gears Tactics is three and four. Is yeah, Gears pop. pop there? Let's just say it is. It's new. That's five. Um, Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. They just announced on Twitter as being there, so that would be six. Halo Forza Wars Horizons three. second expansion would be seven. Um, uh, what else? Um, uh, Ninja Theory's new game would be eight. I'd say uh, Halo Wars free. I'd say we could get Halo Wars, Halo mm -hmm. Wars free. Nah, I think that's a little I bit don't... too early for that. Ori yeah. Will the Wisp would be nine. Um, so I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. Uh, Outer Worlds is definitely there. Uh, that'd be ten. And some people would say, well, that can't count. Well, while it's published by Private Division, it is a game by Xbox Game Studios. Uh, so that's 10. That's definitely going to count. Wasteland 3 from In Exile or something by In Exile is going to be shown off. So that's like 11. So you're basically down to three with one new announcement. Um, is Sea of Thieves there? It's Minecraft there? That's, so when you actually kind of parcel it all out, it, I'm really just expecting two or maybe three, three would be high end, of brand new announcements. Whether it's Ninja Theory's new game, whether it's Playground, uh, you know, games, uh, their rumored Fable game, whether it's a new, brand new title from Xbox and or, well, Battletoads. I forgot Battletoads is going to be there too. So, or like a new game from Global Publishing. So, I'm only really expecting two or three, maybe at the high end four, but I think it's more two and three, two and three new announced games. Okay, so just give me scale bound back, please. No, that's oh, not happening. No, that shit is dead. But, but, I want it. But Rand, so what about the rumor for the these three IP or studio acquisitions? You do you not think that the games that they have, they make would be a part of this or no? Which if three in particular? True. If the rumors are true, you mean uh, like IO Interactive and Azabo yeah, and those? I mean, yeah, those have been yeah. rumored for so long. I, I don't know. Um, I. I mean, like, look, last year we didn't know Ninja Theory was happening or on Dead Labs or, yeah. compulsion. Um, or Compulsion. We did know about Playground because, it, you know, it was a legal thing in the UK and that had to be kind of reported. We did know about the initiative because it was kind of also one of those things that was out there that they hired Daryl Gallagher and, you know, you knew he was going to be leading a studio, so it wasn't a surprise. So three of them were, and then Obsidian, Cloberal, teased six months before it happened and then jason schreier teased it in exile was was a surprise um i think these studios they probably have had talks like i i, I pretty much know microsoft has talked to io interactive but 
to say that either the deal's done or they've finished deals with anybody, I'm just not sure because I don't know if you if you if you only if you only acquired one new studio, do you even need a segment to talk That's about true. that? Like That's true. Last year made sense because you had five new studios. But if you only have one this year, and let's just say it's a small studio, like do you even bother bringing it up? Do you wait until after E3 when you can announce it? So there's a part of me that's just like, I don't think there'll be any acquisitions this year. Maybe they work on the deals and they get it done for XO19. Uh, but I'm not... I I I just kind of I'm erring on the side of caution, I guess, in this one. Gotcha, I don't think gotcha. I don't think there 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 will be, but you know, I'll, I'll probably be wrong, which is fine. I'm wrong all the time about a lot of stuff. So, <laughs> um, I I just I don't know, like, because you got to be real, and yeah. I know a lot of Xbox fans are getting their you know their hype up because Phil's like 14 games, the most we ever had, and I know a lot of people let their expectations run wild, and. If you're thinking there's 14 new games, you're going to be disappointed by what they're going to show at E3. And so it's like, dial back, dial back. Because I've said before, next year is way more important than this year. Next year, you got a new console to show off. Absolutely. Sony is going to be back. You know, you're going to have next gen games. Like next year is so much more important. The only reason this year is even registering is because Sony's not there. So you'll have more eyes on your product which means you've got to put on a good show, but then you also got to save stuff for next year. So God, Microsoft's yes. in that position where it's like, eh, you know, what can we show? What, what do we need to hold? So, And I guarantee um, you some of those uh, acquired studios are most likely working on games for the next console. Like they're already, they're already knee deep in trying to build up a launch library for the Xbox and for the next Xbox. That's the only thing right. that, make, that makes sense to me. Yeah, man. Uh, damn, Rand. Fucking Rand. Rand reminds me of Game of Thrones last episode. But anyway, it, it <laughs> is. I mean, would you rather be out there thinking fourteen <laughs> brand new games and new IPs are coming to Xbox? And nah, when it's only nah. two or yes, three, he does. You'd be pissed. No, no, yes, no, no. He I, would. I was, yes, no, he would. Because no, no, he needs no, that no. W. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's that's not true. First of all, I play on everything, sir. So pipe down. And and second, I'm with Rand. I just gotta. I'm trying to hype everybody else up. But I'm like you, man. Most of those games are gonna be gonna be already most of half of them at least gonna be already shown but the thing is like what salty said in the, in the chat he said according to what did he say someone from some forum stated that that's not the full list and i mean the none of the leaks were actually factual so i mean i guess i guess we'll find out man i mean so Phil that, himself tweeted out there's 14 xbox game studio games could there be more right possible i mean we we oh, know there's 14 we'll find but out but soon don't, but don't forget now violent mm-hmm. you, you Xbox is just PC and PC is Xbox and Steam true. is yeah. it's now Xbox is Steam. So that, that is true, man. We're all we're all one component, man. Everyone has CPUs and all that all that RAM and all that shit. Actually, not, not before I before I move on to someone else, Rand, are you gonna get a PC? Because now you know I, mean, now I that have a PC. I bought my PC uh, la- uh two years uh 2017. It's got um uh a 1080 in it, it's got an i7 7700K. Uh, I spent uh, good money on this. Obviously, I bought it pre-built, it, like right before the GPU prices increased. But um, I mainly use it to video edit on and watch YouTube. I don't play video games on the PC because I never enjoyed it. So no, I will. I will not be gaming on the PC. Console gamer for life. I feel Pretty you. Pretty much. Man. All right. 
right, let's 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 go to uh non uh non Xbox guys real quick before I go to the Xbox guys. Reggie, what's your, what's your take on this, man? What, uh, I don't know if you read Phil's tweet about yeah, the fourteen yeah. Xbox One games. Yeah. What, um, what's your take? What, what do you what do you think? I I actually uh, I kind of agree with Ran uh with a bit of an extent uh, I guess maybe an asterisk. Um, well, no, right, actually, an addition. Uh, actually, I think your Game of Thrones analogy was kind of perfect. Um, Rand is telling you, look, man, we only got six episodes this season. It's not going to work <laughs> out the way you think. And everybody's like, but no, no, trust me. Arya going to do some stuff. John going to do some stuff. It was like, okay, we got two episodes left. I, it's not going to end the way you think. And you keep going for it. Realistically, like, remember, this is business, right? Phil said some things to drum up business and to get hyped on. And that's a smart move. Um, these games, you know, I think he nailed sort of most of what these games will be. But here's the thing. They can all be good games. That's th- and, exactly. And that's going to be really the key here. If, if we've seen a couple of these that we're familiar with, it's not the best thing in the world. But, like, it, you know, if if six of these 14 come out to be, like, really, really good games, I think that's a pretty solid win uh, with, yeah. like, put three as sort of niche indie titles. So let's say Battletoads gets the right rave review, but it'll always be kind of, it'll be Battletoads. It's never going to expand any further than that sort of realm. Um, maybe you get another, maybe Ori does something really well, but even Ori doesn't, it's great for what it is, but it doesn't get a lot of play outside of its very specific niche. Yeah. Um, or possibly what if you even get the next, if since Steam and Xbox One, you might get the next Stardew Valley or Undertale um, or something like that. So perhaps you can get that part of it. Um, but so long as these games are good or just fairly decent, that's still a really big positive um, because you can sell me sort of the same thing over and over again. I might not like it, but at least I will have a good time playing it. Um, and that's going to be key about you know what these systems are doing, and of course, like everyone said, this is just the starter course. Next year, you know, next year is when things are really going to go down. So this really is matters. for these uh, studios to kind of just flex or get some stuff out that they were working on to really say, so you know, we've got fourteen studios. What are these fourteen studios going to do for the new Xbox console? That's okay. The- you know, that's the real question. We have a sense of what they're going to do for this one, and they can't go, they can't jump out too far because it's a ticking clock, right? Like, their their time is up. They got two episodes left in the season, so it's only so much they can do before, you know, it's like, all right, well, that's it. We're done with this, and we got to move on to something else. So I think it's, it, uh, I look forward to it. Like, I, I like, I look, I like the idea of just like, look, man. A few years ago, we had a con- conference where we practically showed you no games. Exactly. You could do, um, and like you didn't like that. And it's like, yeah, we didn't like that because we play games. Why would we like that? Um, so it's like they reversed it. Well, here's, we're not really, int- well, you know what the system can do. So here are the games that it can play. Here are the games that you can play on it. They're not all going to be great. Some of them are going to be really bad. Some of them are going to do something very stupid. Some of them are probably going to be very divisive. Uh, so, you know, some people might like it. Some people might hate it. Some of them, and I think more than most of them, are going to be quite good. Like, actually good games that they can kind of ride off into the sunset with with this last version of the Xbox until we get to the new one. Um, 
everything else that kind of falls in between there, you know, who knows? I, I, you still got a real good chance to get a good indie to push the envelope a little bit further or just to get people talking. You know, people okay. would shut up about Undertale. Um, so I, I think Xbox is, they're in a good position, but boy, these games got to be, they got to be good. All right, real quick, before I pass this on, Reggie, because you don't have an Xbox currently. If if they have a good show in E3, they have good games, like you said, solid to set up the set up the next, you know, next next console. Um, would you consider buying an Xbox again? If I, I wouldn't consider this Xbox, I would consider the new one. I mean, I mean the, the next one, because because you, you know, remember they have these studios; they're still making games, but the games that they're going to show, I mean. Are already going to be releasing either this year or next year would that then entice you to get the next xbox knowing that the next following e3 is when they're actually going to have all the the big hitters coming out absolutely um depending on i mean of course you got to fit with like i like like i don't care about gears and i'm done with halo so like their two big hitters aren't for me um but i've always wanted ori in the blind forest um for a very long time before it popped up on steam and then of course now on the switch i wanted cuphead um Killer Instinct. Battle, if Battletoads is really good, I'll probably be missing out on that. Those are enough, at least, for me to jump into it to see what it's about. Uh, you know, let's say they bring back Titanfall in a really big way. Um, you know, that'll that'll be wonderful. Uh, if can't, the can is EA owns that now. You mean uh, like, well, Microsoft? I mean, that's, yeah, that's Xbox IP. Um, but if they can make so, one of the things that always sells me on an Xbox or really any system, save for Nintendo, because they don't do this a lot, um, is, is one, just one first person shooter that I can really kind of get into and hold on to for a while. Um, early years, it was Halo. If you can give me something that felt like my old Halo experience or a little bit what I get with Destiny today, you got my attention. All right, well, we're about to find out, man. I can't believe you. I mean, the Halo Infinite trailer did not give you nostalgia, bro. Nah, man, I'm I'm, oh, so, man. I'm so disappointed in you, bro. So disappointed. <laughs> All right, man. Let's 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 go to the next person, man. Uh, Dante, what's your take on us being a PC master race guy? What what are you expecting from Xbox here, man? Hey, well, what's, what's your take? I agree with Ryan. We're not we're not going to see fourteen brand new games. It's I wouldn't say it's impossible, but it's the the percentage chance of that happening is. In the single digits in my opinion like you're gonna see i would say being generous I, I i'll be even more generous i'll say four brand new games like four brand new ips like that's the max you're gonna see out of this the rest oh, of them that's a lot though that, that, that is but that's being generous like i said that's me being really generous and it, it probably stre most likely stretching but again i like being generous i gotta give xbox something um but the rest of them are going to be games that we've already heard about, and it's just going to be new information, like Gears 5, like Gears Tactics, Gears Pop, Halo Infinite, um, possibly an expansion to Forza or something like that. I'd, I'd really like to see, I'd, I'd, being an RTS uh, fan as well, I would like to see uh, news about there being a Halo, about there being a Halo. Um, about yeah, about that being a uh, Halo Wars, uh, Halo Wars three. Yeah, uh, sorry, I somewhat popped up on my screen for some reason. 
yeah, I, being an RTS guy, I'd love to hear like uh, not not a trailer, maybe maybe a cinematic trailer saying we are working on this. Hey, we have not forgotten about Halo Wars. It is happening because with them moving into the in this leads on to my other point. The moving into the PC market, I, they're making a really push for it. And Phil Spencer has gone on record and said, and he's endearing himself really well to the PC market by saying that there will be no Epic Store deal that we're going to put our stuff. Not only on the Microsoft Store, but it's also going to be on Steam, Gears Five on Steam, which, to my to my knowledge, all, all of them are going, bro. Pardon? I think all all all, all first party games will be going to Steam, dude. Exactly. Or, or, that's what I read. But my yeah, but that, that's my point. It's endearing to a large mm -hmm. PC audience that hasn't had the chance to play a Halo since right. Halo Two. If they've strictly stayed on PC, same with Gears. Uh, what was the last Gears game that came out on PC? I think that was Gears four. Two. No, oh yeah, Gears Four. Yeah, four, but, four was on there. Yeah, Four was on there, but I was on about the previous ones. Four, Four was during the time when they started trying to push into the PC uh, scene again. So they're trying to build up. They're obviously trying to build up the collective on PC, saying that we're going to bring probably all first-party games to pc now which broadens okay. that which broadens their their demographic and it also broadens the amount of copies they're going to sell because a lot of a lot of pc players want to play console they do want to play console games a lot of people will make fun of uh console peasants and shit but you ask if you ask any pc master race fuckboy they will turn around and say i would play x game if it was on pc yep and we're about to find that out with Halo real soon, man. And Gear, well, Gears Five already, but I mean Halo for sure. That no numbers on Steam is gonna be crazy. Watch. Probably, yeah. I mean, it also depends on what else they bring out because this isn't just a, a single thing. Because I, I agree with what Rand said. Um, we're we're in the we're in the final we're in the final episodes here. Like we're like the, is it is it gonna be a because the sorry I did, I'm gonna generalize here, but. The biggest problem with a lot of Xbox fans right now, they're they're really thinking it's going to be fourteen new games, and they're not going to listen to anybody who says that it's not. For the simple reason they've they've been beaten over the head with the fact that the Xbox has no fucking games for so goddamn long, yeah. they are going to live in the goddamn delusion, the absolute fucking um, psychopathic delusion. That they're going to get 14 brand new games and they can shove it in uh, Sony's face or, or fucking Sony fans' faces that we got 14 new games, which is just not going to happen. Yeah, but Good they're going to hold on to that fucking delusion because, like I say, they've been browbeaten with that fucking hammer for so goddamn long that they've got no games. And the unfortunate truth is, and um, I can't remember, was it uh, was it you, Kofi, you bought the food analogy? Yes. Well, yeah. The, the problem with Xbox is it's it's a massive plate with too little food on it. Like I got I got an Xbox One, and I can guarantee you if they're gonna if they're really gonna go ahead with releasing first party games over to the PC and it continues into the next Xbox generation, I'm not gonna buy an Xbox. And that's because fine. I, I'll have it on PC, which is their which I think is their point. Is they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna market to the console audience, but they're also gonna grab as much of the PC audience as fucking right. possible. Which is so, like I said, they're making moves to do it. Exactly. So as a PC gamer, and you most likely gonna go straight to PC, which is fine, and your buddy Jackal, which is all good. 
But you're yeah. still going to be watching Microsoft's E3 because of those games that will be going to PC. And that is the and that is. Fair because enough, now everything's coming out for that. Now, they've got my attention again because they've got they they might have games, but they're also they're also moving the games over to something that I already have. And because before I've said it before, I got an Xbox One for free because I did a PC job for a friend, and she had an Xbox off her X, and she just wanted to get rid of it. So I got it, and I got I've officially got free games for it, and there's been no games for it since, but. <laughs> if we're moving to the next, uh, no, it's it's the God's honest truth. I'm being as real as possible. I've got free games: Halo Five, Halo Master Chief Collection, which is gonna be irrelevant soon, and the Rare Replay. Yeah. Exactly, and I've got it's the Rare good, Replay. Man. All right, let's, let's let's move on to the next uh, the next couple guys because we gotta get this topic out of the way before we get the verses, man. Sorry. And uh, definitely, let me. It's all good. Let me shout out the chat real quick, man. Salty is gaming again. The real masculine. Hey, bro, it, it is what it is, man. And uh, the Almonte Spartan guy, warning shot, Stephen Wells, Lakers, Rams, Saltiest Gaming again, Hardwin, Burrow. Uh, also, as well, actually, congratulations to Stephen Wells for winning the Tekken 7, man. Congratulations to you, bro. Wraith the Emperor, uh, Yujiro Hama. Hit that like button, man. We're about to, we're almost done with the last topic. We'll be getting the verses, man. And, and it'll be a new format. I have to, I'd have to explain it before we, before we continue. So, anyway, let's get to the Xbox, guys. We, we, we got through Nintendo, we got the PC Master Race, dude. Knows, man, Captain Xbox. What's your take on these on this announcements from uh, Phil Dominus? Phil Dominus. <laughs> Honestly, I can. I, I absolutely am on the the Rand side of things here, as far as what we're gonna see there. Like, I, I like DLC for Sea of Thieves. That's one of the fourteen, <laughs> you know, things. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, they can't show everything because they're literally saving their load for. E3 of next year when the console's coming out and then they're going to show shit actually running on said console to try to sell it. So I think we're going to get the taste. Like we're, we're going to get like three to four new IPs there and everything else is going to be stuff we either already know about or um, DLC or an add-on or an addition. For but most uh, we're going to get release dates. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'd, I'd love to see that too. But that also doesn't mean that there won't be like, you know, Surprise! Oh, this is also here. Like, just because they said fourteen, it, chances are that could be it. But chances are it could also be more than that. And we also don't know what third-party stuff. If there's any exclusivity deals that they're doing, even though Phil said he doesn't really want to do them, that could still happen. So, I th- I th- I, th- I, th- I, th- I think overall this show is going to wet our appetite this that, that like the, it's going it's it's going to kill the meme that xbox has no games like that, that that's exactly what it's going to do and that's what its purpose is going to be all right fair to. enough man all right let's let's go let's go to pharaoh man what, what's your take on this man because i believe you the guy that said that xbox was going to do 14 new games and i told you not to get that l live are you going to do that now sir pharaoh i didn't say 14 new games did i <laughs> yeah. we, we, we uh copy and paste the dms my guy oh i said <laughs> the oh, shade I said, I said it in dms yes you did man i try to tell you anyway wait, this, is your t- this is your chance man what do you what say you but um but no i, I said they were gonna have 14 first party games 
I was saying it wasn't going to be Xbox at ID games. It was going to be this is legit Microsoft Studio games. I just think it's I think it's part of the long term strategy that me and Kofi have argued about for a long time of you know just building back up from that disastrous E3 and in, in the first two or three years of the Xbox launch. So um, I'm excited to see these uh, these 14 titles. I know some of them. Um, we've seen already uh i'm expecting i'm expecting them to talk about um the x cloud and 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 different streaming services i do expect to hear something about anaconda um even if we don't hear a price point um we'll hear something along the lines of of some sort of specs or something kind of like when they did the build up to the uh to scorpio um so I, I I think it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be a strong show that's gonna that's gonna lead into next year's E3. All right, fair enough, fair I, enough. I think they're gonna have at least four um, brand new games to show. Okay, I right, Kofi man to end this man being being the the most uh, the ultimate Xbox hater. What's your take on this whole news? Really quick, I do want to be a little bit positive on Xbox's side, but obviously I agree with Rand and everybody on that. There's not going to be, you know, 14, you know, unknown games or maybe, you know, somewhat rumored games announced. Um, I, I want to point out that typically when you have, you know, studios under your umbrella and you, you go to E3, especially considering that, you know, next year we're going to probably see a new Xbox, having gameplay for two new IPs is a great job. Why do I say that? If you look at every E3, since like this AAA space has become so expensive, you'll rarely ever see more than two play, two games get being played. It's because it's expensive to balance them together. You know, sometimes you you'll see three. Three is like, oh my gosh, you guys are like striking lightning down. Um, so if that happens, if we see something like Bleeding Edge from Ninja Theory, and I don't know, something else, you guys know I want Miss Walker and some sort of spiritual sequel to Lost Odyssey. That's a great uh, job. Please. I'm going to go, yeah. good job, Xbox. I don't care about you know the surface stuff. That, that's cool. I just want some games. I would be blown away. If we got, like let's say, a Lost Odyssey 2 and Bleeding Edge, I'd be like, check the box. Good job. Good job to me. And then I would hope that something like those two games could be, I hate to say it, like something like cross-generational. Um, mm -hmm. I, I know that they're not going to release games on Xbox like between now and the next Xbox that's only on X one X or X one. I think they, they want to be conscious of it uh, being day and date for um, X cloud or uh, game pass. So they know that game pass can, you know, kind of pass on anywhere and um, selling that as a service with these two new games coming out that I'm theorizing about. Um, I think it's, it's great. It attacks PlayStation now. All right, man. Good, good point. And, and and like you, man, I hope they do do something with the Japanese. If they do anything Asian division, that that'd be amazing. But before uh, we move on to the next topic, before we move uh, on, I just got I got a fact check. Yeah, I, I'm in the. Uh, <laughs> Did you go back to the deal? <laughs> he went. He yeah, went we was coming through like the IRS. Unveil 14 exclusive studios this year, and then I said they're probably gonna show a couple next gen launch titles along with. You know, somewhere between three and five releasing in this cycle. All right, fair enough. Remember, Kofi's the one who actually got the fact checks for uh, for E3 yeah, next week. So, by we, the way, we're going to see who's right. Yeah, so I just want to let everybody know we did E3 predictions, I think, five weeks ago. ago. And so I yep. went back through 
the entire episode moment to moment so I can burn whoever's wrong the most. So definitely come back when we're done with E3 so people can get I, uh, L's. Yeah, for sure. And I believe that would be Reggie because his, his ass said five <laughs> new games. I don't know. I don't know, what, I don't know what shrooms he's been smoking. But uh, uh, that 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 Mario shrooms. But he, this man said five new games. I no, games. Believe, believe in me. Thank <laughs> God I wasn't here for that. I don't need to take no else. Yeah, yeah, no. You no. get to watch the sideline. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> again. Gonna be, I'm Sweden. <laughs> quite quite a, quite a few. All right, man. And uh, just just real quick, let me just end it on my note. Like Rand is over there being a you know a Debbie Downer, which I understand. You gotta be you gotta be neutral. But remember, last year they showed. What fourteen premieres? Hardly any first party first party games to this year. Where they're showing at least fourteen. That's already an improvement. Whether the games be old, maybe might not be for everyone. Like RT, like Age of Empires for me is big. Like that's gonna be great. Wasteland three is most most likely gonna be there. Uh, Obsidian Obsidian's game might be there. Obsidian's second game might also be there. You never know. So that could be a new True. game, new IP. So hey, you never know, right? So that that would be two new IPs there. Ninja Theories game, like all these games, 14 games that you know, it is, you know, it's, it's better than last year's E3 for me. So that that right there alone is enough for me to get hype. I know it's not going to be outrageous because, again, this is the end of the generation. The next year E3, like Rand and Kofi has been mentioning, will be even bigger because they have to sell. They have to sell it. Right. So anyway, that's enough of that. Let's get into versus. I'm going to tell you the topic. Rand, I want you to pick what side you want to defend. And then Pharaoh and Kofi, you guys are going to have to pick your teams. And then whoever wins the uh, the toss will then have to defend it. All right. But before we do that, let me do a quick shout out to the Patreons, man, who run the show. Uh, it'll be Dirt Griggity, Mighty Moss, Night Music, who is the sponsor today, man. I appreciate you, my guy. Saltiest Gaming, Sincere Quintana, The Verge X, and Yobi One Kenobi. Those are the, uh, the Patreons who uh, sponsor the show for the Vitamin G Gaming. So this versus topic is actually, you know, a, a tip that I had to to ran here. Which game is better, Ori or Castlevania? So, which Castlevanias? Are we talking Lords of Shadow? or Are we talking the old school Castlevanias? I think he's I'm talking, talking Castlevanias. Castlevania. Oh no, because it's only one Ori game. So let's let's do it. Ori scored an 88, I believe, in Metacritic, which I'm looking up here, 88. And then when I'm talking about, let's do Castlevania. It's going to be hard. Symphony of the Night, oh, 93. So yeah. which of those games are better? It's Rand, which, which side are you going to pick so that I know? Are you, are you going to pick for Ori or, or for Castlevania? Well, I mean, I can't pick Castlevania because I've never played it. So I have uh, to pick Ori. All right. There you go. So he's on the pick. He's on the for Ori team. So Pharaoh and Kofi, pick your... Actually, you know what? Let's do, let's do a quick uh, toss here real quick. Who... Heads or tails, uh, Kofi, call it. Heads. It is tails. You pick the topic, you pick your three. Oh, which which side you want to defend? Didn't I just lose? Oh, you did. Oh, shit, I'm tripping. But damn. Pharaoh, you, you pick your three, and you pick which side you want to defend. Uh, I will pick... Uh, I'll pick Ori. Okay, so you got Rance. So you got two. Um, so I gotta pick two more people. Yeah, on your team, uh, we're doing teams. So uh, I guess I'll take Captain Xbox. Okay. And you know, I'm actually gonna take. I'm actually gonna take Reggie. I think. Uh, I think Ori is, you know, kind of Pokemon-ish. You know. Hey, that's a strong lineup, sir. So that I guess it'd be 
Dante, Kofi, and myself versus Reggie, Farrell, and Ran. Oh, wait, no, you didn't pick Nubs? I did, Captain Xbox. I got Nubs. So, so, okay, so, so, no, no, you can't pick Reggie. Then it'll be Ran, Nubs, and you. And it'll be Reggie, Kofi, and Dante. That's how that would work. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, okay, yeah. so. So, like I said, this is a new version format. I thought you said I had to pick three, so me picking three. Yeah, not me three. Three total. My bad, my bad. And then yeah. whoever wins this, the chat decides who actually wins. So, so we have the cap. Three, including myself. Exactly, exactly. All right. All right, so let's do this, man. So, Pharaoh, you're picking for Ori. So I'm going to let you guys make your point on why it's the better game. So, Pharaoh, go first. Uh, I like Ori just because it's a, it's a game that you can pick up and play and just and just enjoy, whereas, you know, Castlevania is just a little more serious. You know, you got you got the beautiful visuals of Ori. Uh, you know, it kind of reminds me of a big uh big little planet too, and I love that game. So Okay, you my son is distracting me right now. I, I'm I'm gonna no. go to Rand. I'm gonna go to Rand and that way because I mean that was a horrible fucking de- defense of Ori. So <laughs> Rand, man. So I am uh let's see. I don't know much about Castlevania. I mean I know of Castlevania, but I never played it. So I'm just gonna assume we're talking about Castlevania one versus Ori one. Uh, and yeah, well, I am gonna just I'm gonna go over the top, okay. <laughs> the reason you want to play Ori is because Castlevania is old as shit. Okay? <laughs> it looks like Move. garbage on a 4K television. Get him, man. Nobody wants to play with these 8-bit graphics. We've moved on. We grew up. Ori oh, looks man. like a painting come to life. You want to talk about soundtrack? Ori has an orchestral soundtrack. What is what does Castlevania have? It's got some beeps and some boops. That someone oh, made back in the day on the NES. Like, you don't want to like listen to that on your headphones. I can listen to Ori's soundtrack on Spotify and be entertained. When I listen to Castlevania's soundtrack, I just feel old and decrepit. You know, <laughs> as far as gameplay goes, Ori can do a whole bunch of different things. It can move around. He's got enemies that'll shoot at you. You can, uh, you know, dash. You get a bunch of abilities you can get. You're Simon Belmont. All you do is just walk in a straight line with the whip. Ooh, scary. That's great oh. gameplay. Whatever. You know, <laughs> Mooch always loves to say nostalgia is a hell of a drug. And it sure is. And people look back at Castlevania with the rose-tinted glasses and that sense of nostalgia. And they think that that game is incredible. But play it now and you'll realize that it's old and Ori is the new hotness. There you go. Ooh, and that's how oh, you defend no. Ori. But know what? It's, I'm going I'm to save nubs for last. So we'll do two, two, and then 1v1. So now, counter that. Let's go Dante. All right. So first of all, just to put the biggest hole in your argument, he said Castlevania Symphony of the Night, not the original Castlevania, which does have a Red Book soundtrack, which is even better. And it still, to this day, sounds beautiful. It isn't 8-bit. In fact, Castlevania has been considered to be one of the best pixel art games of all time. It still has it still has animations and pixel art that stands up to this damn day. So, sorry, but there, there goes your first argument, because you're defending it from the older games 
when we're defending it against when you're trying to defend against Symphony of the Night, which might I add, if it wasn't for Symphony of the Night, Ori in the Ori in the Black Forest would not exist because Orion because Ori in the Black Forest is what would be considered a Metroidvania game. And now, do you want to know where Vania comes from? Castlevania, <laughs> more specifically, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, one of the best, oh, one of the best Castlevania games ever produced. And probably one of the best games ever made, especially one of the best games ever made on the PlayStation, which can also, by the way, can also be played on Xbox 360. I believe Xbox One can be played on PlayStation 3, can be played on emulators, can be played anywhere, can even be played on your phone. That's how accessible uh, Symphony of the Night is. Now, you want to know what else makes Symphony of the Night? Great characters it has some of the most iconic characters in the series in it it has alucard the son of dracula it has dracula it has death it has richter belmont it has some of the it has some of the most cheesiest fucking dialogue of all time but it's so cheesy it's almost endearing to the goddamn game itself and on top of that it's an rpg it has rpg elements you can collect multiple different weapons no whips here i'm afraid so i'm sorry you're, you're gonna i'm sorry but i'm just gonna have to kind of shove that uh, that silly whip arb argument aside because you're a real man you can fight with your fists you can fight with shields you can fight with swords you can rain hellfire on motherfuckers in that game if you get it correct Ooh, it's an rpg right. that allows it's an rpg that allows you to level up your character it has fantastic bosses boss fights against beelzebub dracula fucking death himself you whoop his ass and where i will concede that ori in the blind forest is a beautiful game pixar it holds, baby it holds nothing against the beauty and the fucking majesty that is the fantastic pixel art of symphony of the night Oh, and Very did I mention that it's also got one killer-ass soundtrack? Holy you, shit. You did. That's a very good counter-argument, man. I thought Ram was going to silence everybody, and then fucking Dante came with the left hook. So let's see here, man. Uh, Reggie, you're, you're for Symphony, because that's what that's just how the... You know, see how Pharaoh didn't pick you, so you blame Pharaoh. Why <laughs> is, why is uh, Castlevania uh, better than Ori? See, now you got to pick last, and uh, you know nobody, nobody likes the fat kid, right? Well, I mean, let's look at his legacy uh, on Netflix today, Castlevania, which draws heavily from Symphony of Night, uh, uh, starring none other than Alucard, um, you know, the son of Dracula. It, it Dante already hit on a lot of things, one of, but one of the greatest uh, pieces of music in video gaming is Bloody Tears. And Bloody Tears yeah. is a fantastic soundtrack that it's not originally from Castlevania Symphony of Night, but is also featured in there. It's widely considered one of the better versions of that song. Um, it's a song that's transcended the entire goddamn series. I mean, when you watch, just watch the show. At the very last episode, they're fighting in Dracula's castle, and the song cuts on. And it's probably one of the most hype moments uh, and appropriate moments for that type of show, like, in a long time. But, you know, let, let's just, let's take a look at Ori. I like Ori. It's actually a, quite a good game. It's a beautiful game, but in this era, there are a lot of beautiful games. It is, it's like saying a Pixar movie looks good. It certainly does, but there are a lot of Pixar movies now. So it's, it's nice to see them, but now we gotta look back at like, what are you doing differently? What are you doing interesting? If this was Castlevania versus Cuphead, 
I'd be in a lot of trouble because I'd have, be really hard to try to defend against something like Cuphead. But it's not. I've seen things like Ori. Trine is a beautiful game. Uh, there's another one that's very similar to it. Also a beautiful game. Wonderful soundtrack. But we've seen those before. When Symphony of Night came out, nothing really looked like that before. Nothing sounded like that before. And it already took a game that we were already like comfortable with. We like Castlevania. We like Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest. And then they hit us with Symphony of the Night on PlayStation of all systems, because remember, Castlevania was originally a Nintendo game. Uh, and so that legacy has like withstand even the worst of the Castlevania games. Um, but also, people love 2D games to this day. I mean, Undertale, major hit. Uh, just about everything that's popular on Steam, uh, not not Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley, major mm. golf, golf Story, major Terraria. Hit. Terraria, major Fez, major <laughs> um, Like, nostalgia, it, it might be a drug, but it is definitely people's drug of choice today. Um, and none of that, like, all of that is compounded into probably one of the most perfect games of its time. And I think even to this day, probably one of the best platformers to date is Symphony of the Night. It just does it correctly. And it's Other more things. spicy. It, it has the sense of epicness. Don't, don't help him, Dante. You already I'm had not. your piece. I'm not helping. I'm just standing. <laughs> wait, 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 Reggie. He's right, though. There's this sense of epicness, even just from the general subject matter, right? Like, you are... You're, you're fighting creatures of the night, and it is dark, and it, it, it's, it's the same thing as why Metroid is so beloved, because... Metroid feels like Alien, where it's just you alone and there's something out to get you. And that's all Castlevania is. It's you alone and there is something, a lot of somethings coming out to get you. And be that werewolves, Dracula himself, the death, or Medusas, bats, everything is out to get you. Um, also, I think it still features because you know it's one of the best things in video games. Uh, breakable walls that hold chickens. Like, okay. I mean, okay. <laughs> um, right, but who doesn't like a roast in the wall? Exactly. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You had a lot, a lot to say there, man. For someone who's been looking forward to or oh, your fraud. Anyway, let's go. Yeah, to I'm gonna have to ask that you uh, omit Reggie's statement based on the fact that he ends <laughs> with a Netflix special. That is true. Hey, hey, pe people of the jury, which is the chat. Hold on, hold on, hold on. People of the jury, which is the chat. Remember, he did use a Netflix. Whoa, whoa. That's, that's definitely past interference <laughs> on Reggie's, Reggie's fault. Let's take, let's take what he says with a grain of salt. Pa past interference on Reggie. Look at that show. Right. He's not fire. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about video games. He, he went straight to Netflix. It's that that is what I call low blow tactics. All right, Nubs, man, counter. The last counter Dante's point, Reggie just omitted himself. So Nubs, <laughs> why is Ori yo the better game? Ori is a better game because it makes the platforming genre feel fresh. I mean, there's been a lot of platformers from Mario to Castlevania, you know, you name it. And after a while, it just it kind of just becomes a blur of this is what those games are. Like I I really liked. The different powers that you can get in Ori, like the controls, work very well. Like I wasn't struggling. Like the the the, the controls, visuals all visuals aside, the controls in a platform are like the most important thing. Like if it's shit to play, you're not gonna have a good time. 
I guess the only real knock on Ori is that it was short or it can be short. Just if you know, you just kind of breeze through it. That, that's really the only bad thing I have to say about it is that it's short or short ish. But aesthetically, it's amazing. The music matches up with everything that's going on there. The controls are perfect for a platformer. Um, it, it just it, it kind of got me back into platformers. Like, I, I, if, if Ori didn't come out, I don't think I would have been as excited to play Cuphead. Um, just because I finally had a game this gen, it's like, okay, this this makes platformers fun again. And then Facts. they announced Cuphead. It's like, oh, yo, okay. Like, if Ori's that good, this, this is going to be amazing. And it, it, it turned out to be spot on. Okay. It, like, I still play. I, I have Symphony of the Night. I ha- it, it is backwards compatible on the Xbox One. I've played it. I've beaten it a couple of times. Just for the nostalgia factor. But I don't think it holds up. I, I don't think it plays as well as Ori does. Soundtrack still good. I mean, graphically, it still looks good, but from a gameplay perspective, it's it's stale. Like it, it, it just, I've I've been there and done that. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it just doesn't feel good to me. That's what's up, man. He's, he's hitting. You I, also, I also didn't feel like I was punished. I, I I didn't feel like I was punished in Ori if I couldn't figure something out. Like I knew it was my fault that I was failing somewhere. Facts. My man said, "Wrath the Emperor said, LOL, Ran is the is the man with the million, but Castlevania is king. That's blasphemy, sir. Thank you. I'm going to let Ran. Thank you. I'm going to let. <laughs> Dante, meet your damn mic. All right. So, oh. Kofi, man, you're, you're the last one. So, so why is Castlevania better? I'm going to name some concrete, great IPs that have been influenced by Castlevania and yet are still not better than it, all of which have been well-reviewed. One I loved, I'll start with Owlboy. I love Owlboy. I hope somebody here besides me has played it. Um, the story is so endearing. It, it's comical. Um, it, it's just one of the most fun games I've played recently. Still not better than Symphony of the Night, adding to Dante's point. Two, yeah. Dead Cells. <laughs> Got an 88 Metacritic, just like Owlboy. Very snappy, quick moving. But to me, it failed to meet the type of variety of uh, when I'm fighting different enemies or weapons i could acquire still didn't match up to that oh and Kobe, did you at, say uh, did you say owl boy don't no don't disrespectful do it. don't do it <laughs> all right go ahead owl man boy, uh, yeah, oh, the tongue uh owl knight i'm sorry hollow knight i didn't play hollow knight but it looks very fun it didn't draw me in and when i look at the visuals doesn't draw me in as much as seeing uh symphony of the night but when i look at I remember I almost bought it, but I remember seeing the greatest influence of the people who made this game. They love Castlevania. The influence makes all these quality games where they execute in their own special way, but still haven't met the pinnacle that is Castlevania. The final one, another one I have not played is Axiom Verge. I think a lot of people like this game. It was like on every platform ever. Um, but still, it, it the visuals to me, they tried to go with like a, a, a kind of retro look. But to me, still, Castlevania is over that. So there's all these iterations that are li- just like Ori. I look at Ori at those same things. Got an 80 Metacritic, you know, highly reviewed. It happens to be Microsoft Studios. But it makes it no different than any of the iterations I just mentioned. What makes Dead Cells better than Ori? Uh, it, it's different in different ways. But all of them were influenced by Castlevania. That's why it's the best. Wow. Okay, that's that's a good strong argument, man. Hey, uh, I just po- posted a straw straw poll there. Uh, uh, Dante created it. Vote there, and we'll find out at the end of the show when we do our outros who actually wins. Vote there. Also dropped a Outer Wilds code courtesy of a unknown gamer, man. So I appreciate whoever sent me that code. I appreciate you, man. And again, so remember to vote. 
Oh, and I'll tally it up and find out who actually wins this debate. Uh, so look at that, say, it again. say it again. Can we vote for ourselves? Yeah, what's up? Vote, bro. All right, yeah, yeah. I'd say, I'd say, I'd say if we couldn't vote, that I'd say if we couldn't vote, it'd be kind of unfortunate considering we're uh, we're, we're defending it, so we have a right to defend it in that way. Exactly. <laughs> vote, man. Say right now, right now, Ori's winning. So let's 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 make sure that that uh, that continues to be the case. Anyway, um, are you so fraudulent oh. motherfucker? <laughs> Being the unbiased son of a bitch that you are, right? Hey, man. I, I, I try to be neutral, but it's hard. <laughs> so anyway, let's do a let's do an outro, man. Special thanks to Rand Elthor, man. Golf clap for you to coming through. You did. Thanks for being here, Rand. You yeah. got a hell of an argument, man. And uh, and well, let's, let's let's hope. Hey, vote for Ori for Rand, man. Yeah, yeah. Vote for you know, even for even, even no, though here's, here's, here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. Go ahead, go ahead, Rand. Go ahead. Castlevania may have been first, right? Which I know a lot of nostalgia. Oh, it was first. But you know what? It's never about who did it first. It's about who did it best. But it wasn't Yori is better than any Castlevania game ever made. Here's the Facts. problem. With that whoa, whoa. Here is the problem with that goddamn statement. It wasn't first. The genre <laughs> itself was started by Super Metroid. Thank you very much. True. So it was better than Metroid so as well. It's, it's, it's better than both. Oh no, 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 no. Me and you, one one streets, you're saying it's better than Super Metroid. <laughs> Or he All plays right. better. It oh, looks better. No. It's got better music. It's got better characters. It's got a better. It's got better everything. All right, let's let's do an outro, man. Rand, you did your thing. Right now it's 50 50, 10 votes. You guys got to vote, man. Before we do an outro, hit that like button, guys. This is a a dope show. Uh, let's do an outro left to right, man. Again, Rand, man. Where, where people can find you? What you've been? What you've been doing? What's your latest video, man? Do your do your thing, my guy. Uh, yeah. So you can find me, uh, my YouTube channel, Randall Thor nineteen. Um, thanks for having me on. Uh, latest video. I just put out one about, uh, I guess what we can expect to see from the next generation of consoles from Xbox at E3. Like, will it be pricing and specs and all that different type of stuff? So I kind of put out a video talking about that. So, um, yeah, appreciate you guys having me on. It was fun. Uh, the debate, I mean, I clearly won. We clearly won Team Ori for the win. <laughs> Come on, guys. Ori's is losing. Come on. You, you still got a, a chance for the end of the show. So anyway, let's let's go to our newest uh, panel member, Dante Crisis, man. Golf clap again, man. You did your thing. Battling Rand. Uh, Rand fans are going to come after you, though. So just be, just be ready. Before yeah, we... yeah, they're gonna come at me and with you fucking swaying the audience. How dare you? <laughs> it's fraudulent. <laughs> I wanted to just add, I guess, if people want to do the intros, and I'd like to hear Rand's too. What's just one? Is it be real quick? Like, what's your dream announcement for this EP? Ah, uh, good one, good one. Yeah, it's good. Splinter Cell coming back finally. Let's do it. Ah, uh, man of the mall, bro. Two, yes. Come on. Okay. Rand, it's so funny you mentioned that really quick. I just went through your entire video of microsoft not agreeing to continue either quantum break 2 or an alan wake 2 and i was like listen to you i was agreeing with literally everything you said yeah. so i thought that's really interesting you just brought that up alan wake 2 i need it come on please <laughs> all right dante do your outro my guy again congratulations the newest panel member um i just dropped Rand's channel in the chat and dante do your outro my dude 
Uh, you can find me at Dante Crisis on Twitter or and Dante Crisis on Twitch and Dante Crisis on YouTube, where I'm currently doing a playthrough of Days Gone and Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands. And to answer your question, what I would love to see in SD3, a brand new Prince of Persia game that isn't fucking open world. That would be cool. Mm. That would be cool. All right, man. Let's let's go left to right. Nubs, Captain Xbox, man. Where people can find you and what and what is your, your dream E3 showcase? Um, well, of course, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Jubei Sensei or on, uh, on Instagram at Jubei underscore Sensei. That'll link you to my gamer tags, my my YouTube page, and my Facebook page for gaming there. As far as my dream E3 showcase, I just want to be excited. Fair enough. I don't, I don't care what it is. You If it's a 15 second little teaser trailer for Fable, I'll fucking take it. Because we didn't facts. have that before that E3. So just, just give me something, yo. Make 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 this gen worth it. <laughs> give me something. <laughs> <laughs> defeated, defeated. How are you defeat? Don't let these ponies defeat you. <laughs> It's mm. called accepting reality. Man, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. I got to, I, I got to no. take you back to the, to the, our... to the judo, man. I, I got to get you back to training. I'm pushing us back in the chamber, up. man. <laughs> I got to push you back in the chamber, man, because you're about to lose your Xbox card. All right, man. Nah, how dare you? I'm just ready for us to start winning, yo. It's time to win. It's coming soon, man. It's coming soon. Reggie, what's going? Do your outro, my guy. Where people can find you? And uh, what is your uh, dream uh, dream announcement? Uh, man, as always, man, it's a pleasure to be here. Having a blast. Uh, you can find me zero uh, X pretty much anywhere. Um, that's where you find me. Um, my dream game. Bring back Kid Icarus. Hmm. I think I'm real interested with Kid Icarus. I see we got a lot of Bayonetta going on. I, Kid Icarus will feel real nice in that style. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Barrel, man, do your outro where people can find you. Remember, guys, vote. It's 50 50 right now. Vote, vote, Ori. All right, Farrell, where, where people find you, man? Man, you can find what, me. What's your dream, dream signing or announcement? Oh, my dream announcement, man. The Xbox are going to hate me, but I'd, I'd love to hear an announcement of uh, Legend of Dragoon coming back, man. Woo! I would love that Radio one. Japan, baby. That is not what I asked you, sir. <laughs> That's what I would love to see. I mean, I would love to hear the Legend of Dragoon. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Feral Bazaar. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much the only thing you want to follow me on. Trust me. <laughs> Fair enough, man. And last but not least, I'll say what? It's still 50 50. I'm, I'm waiting. Vote, vote real quick, man. We have one more person to go to. Vote or die. Yeah, vote, vote, man. I'm just mad. Pharaoh made the team. He had he got the advantage. Picked his team. Didn't pick Reggie. And then when it was time to defend Ori, he said two things. My so... son started throwing Vaseline all over his face. I got distracted. All right? <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. There he is. I right, was not picking me. <laughs> Kofi, do your outro, my guy. Where people can find you. What's your dream announcement for Xbox? You, you fraud. 
Dream, so dream announcement for Xbox. Yo, Crimson no, Skies. Saying, oh, no, I'll throw it out. Crimson Skies, AAA, all the bells and whistles, something new with their X Cloud or Cloud capabilities. So I can freaking rerun all those awesome planes and the DLC planes. I want 16 on 16 dog fights. Um, definitely a soapbox for me. Uh, I will throw some love out to Nintendo though. We were talking about Golden Sun, I think, a couple of weeks ago. That would uh, make yep. me flip. I would yep. flip. Um dust off my switch okay guys you can find me at creative underscore kofi um remember i love japanese games i'm a game importer i love the japanese language if anybody's interested in learning japanese has questions about translating or the process of how you might do that if you don't live in japan hit me up on twitter um i'm always going to try to do translations of video game magazines out of japan famitsu dengeki playstation um tweet me up um i'll try to respond and hey let's be friends That's fair it. enough and uh, real quick, man, just to end it, I just posted a link to the Patreon. We just had our Sunday Fade, which was this past Sunday. Um, definitely check it out. Become a sponsor of the show, man. We, we got great things coming over here, man. Game giveaways, like you already noticed. We gave away four games today. No, three games in Game Pass. That's that's pretty impressive. And shout out to our awesome Patreon member, Night Music, again, for, for holding it down. And, and then let's, let's look at the results. And the winner is, you fucking frauds, Castlevania Sympathy. <laughs> All you guys, motherfuckers who spit their wrists, this is this is a game for you. Sit down and be humble. You had a whole bunch of better, you'd have an argument, but they're trash. They're fucking trash. It's 2019 and they're still trash. The problem is, the problem is, you're saying they're trash. It wasn't Castlevania the series, it was Symphony of the Night. Symphony yeah. of the Night's controls are trash. No, they're they're trash right now. They're garbage. Hot, hot trash. And, that, and that's how we end it. We lost. Oh, I, I didn't lose. Farrell lost. Farrell okay. lost. And then we're going to we'll keep it moving. I appreciate Rand for coming through. Appreciate you guys. And hit the like button, share it out. Leave a comment below. Remember, keep it gaming. Peace.